that's awful. That intro, that's really bad. We we, we need to yeah. fix that. Um, well, I guess the, the 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 key feedback, you know, I get, it has some sound to it, but there's no lyrics. Uh, may, okay. Maybe you should play it again, Flask and Vito. Can you can you just give us some lyrics? Uh, okay. Wow, that was great. Uh, good enough that I'm now ready to start the show. Welcome, everybody, to the Broken Campfire Podcast. I'm your host, Andy. And not just me, but there's also uh, some other fellows here. That was Vito, that you heard on the mic. Yeah, um, my Vito, pipes. correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe you are a king of Keeley. I th- no, you are wrong, I, I think, right? Aren't I like half a king of Keeley or something? I don't remember. I don't know... It's a half situation, right? I'm like a half. You should okay. never be wrong about this, Andy, because you're like you're supposed to be the guy keeping track of this. You're the right? knowledge keeper. Right? <laughs> if you don't know, no one knows. I th- our database. Some behind the scenes stuff. I thought the collective four of you were doing that. Mm, Why would you veto, sir? Me and veto. I have half of Vito's brain. That's all I know. Yes, well, that's, that's, what, that's what I'm thinking. Have Vito's brain. Me and Vito have the. Uh, Split the trophy. Yes, right. yes, me and Greg. <clears throat> All right. Well, if you, you know guys say names. so, then and you're fine. Uh, congr- congratulations to everybody. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> Why do you bring that uh, up, Andy? Yeah. What, oh, you know, know, I just realized that we haven't talked about that in quite some time. Oh, uh, you, just guys ki- you guys kind of, uh, you guys apparently won some type of competition, and I just felt like it was important for us to. Remember and recognize who won that competition. Yeah, it's like our accolades. You introduce us, followed by our accolades. So now right, okay. you'll introduce you'll introduce right. uh, Flas next, right? And I'm sure he's got a lot of accolades. I have I'm many sure. titles of a noble that I'm sure right. you will remember. Uh, uh, Flask, first of the Danes, um, king of the horror. Um, that don't that doesn't keeper right of the pod. Yeah, keeper. Yeah, like keeper any actual pod. like accolades? Like, has he won anything? What are you talking or? about? Oh, won anything? Those are, yeah, those are titles. Oh, Flask once won this competition where uh, some losers at a college had to act out something he wrote. Oh, yeah, that's true. Huh. Oh, that's you pretty were, cool. Like, you you had mastery over other people. That is pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. I'm chasing that dragon every day. Yeah, I can't argue with that. All right, well, what about... Well, Flask. Um, oh, wait, I, sorry. I guess I have some other people I need to introduce, don't I? Well, we've got John over here. Now, John, uh, that's that's easy. He's Keeper of the Frank. Lord of the Lord of the Penny. It's an uh, uneasy task, but somebody must do it. When I die, one of your kids will have to, though. You understand that, right? Of course, of course. And over there, we got Greg. Now, Greg... I know you think that I would go for something about your anime, like King of the Weeb, or like you know Chief Anime Consultant, or something that's like that. But no, fruit. you're better than that's, that's, well, that's on the ground. That's, that's, that's on the ground. That's like that's like, yeah, it fell on the ground, kind of rotted a little bit. Greg, I'm just gonna call you Air Raider Greg for your role in EDF. Oh. EDF. EDF. Yeah, I'm the world's greatest Air Raider. I just want the world to know. I have protected this world. Greg. 90 Day Greg? 
That's a good one. I have a really All bad right, habit. Big, no, big no, Greg. Call him Big Greg. Big Greg. Big Greg. <laughs> Yo, Big Greg. I'll take Big Greg. That's a good title. All right, Big Greg. Let's let's get started with uh, what's his name? What a title did I give him first? Uh, Lord, first of the Danes, Flask. What have you been doing recently? Now, when you say Danes, yeah, you know, like you're saying Danes, yeah. Dames, like he's a dame. He's, he's a, like a dame. No, 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 That's no. what I thought he said, but he's saying no, no. Danes, like the Dane people. Like the Danish people? Yeah, yeah, Flask, first of the Danes. Okay, I didn't know about that one, but sure, you know, I'll, I'll take it. Okay, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, what have you been doing recently, Flask? Well, played a game on my PlayStation 4 called... Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2. Oh. It's the remake of the first two Tony Hawk's Pro Skater games. It was released uh, recently, last year. Um, it's a good game. By Vicarious Visions, right? It's a Vicarious sports Visions, game. yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's a like Well, it's an extreme sports game. Right, an extreme sport. Uh, and it's an extreme game. Extreme remake. Uh, you know, it's it's better than many entries in the series because there's been some <laughs> some bad entries for sure. Name um, one. Name one that is an American Wasteland. The one that came with the oh, skateboard, no. right? American oh, yeah. Wasteland isn't even in the bottom like <laughs> five. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five was awful. Tony Hawk, you know, the ride and the whatever the fuck. Those were what was the one that they released? And it had a, like a day one patch that was actually the rest of the game. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater download, 5. It was 5, yeah. If you didn't yeah. download th like that patch, you can only play the tutorial. What You're, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> they they yeah, patched the game in day one. It's great. I remember, uh, what was it? The Tony Hawk gamer used the uh, skateboarder controller? Yeah, yeah, ride. That one, oh, God. That one was awful. <laughs> Yeah, but Tony Hawk claims that it was just ahead of its time, and they fixed it by the next. Well, Tony game, Hawk was, also goes to skate parks, whatever. and people don't know who he is. They just think he's some weird old man. So that's true, yeah. but that's because he has a curse on him. So you can't. And, and, and all the time, people ask him, "Are you Tony Hawk?" And he just says, "No." I applaud uh, Mister Mister Tony Hawk for. I don't know. He seems he always seems like he's like a little hands on with the games, even though they're he seems like a genuine guy. Shitty. He's but he seems to like the games, and he would didn't he like he like developed that controller, you know, he didn't like code Did it. He? he like he, yeah, I think he had a, I think he had a lot of input into the developing the controller. I remember he definitely watching sold like it. I don't know about developing it. Yeah, it was uh, I think him, it was, I think it was like him his and Waz in the garage. Know. Oh, him maybe I think he was. I don't think it's a bad I, idea, straight up. I mean, what was the problem with it anyway? It just didn't work, or it just wasn't fun. It didn't work very well. No, there was a lot okay. of. Uh, well, that was like the height of like uh, the Nintendo Wii and motion controls and shit, right? Yes. So, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's not a dumb move. I don't think. I think it's a. It makes sense to come out with something like that. It could be fun. Right. Remember, his, remember his they had plan the, was like the best way to play skateboarding games is on a board. But it didn't work well at the beginning, so it kind of failed. Yeah, he was trying to bridge the gap between real skateboarding and fake skateboarding. But it turns out fake yes. skateboarding is the way to go. It's way rather, <laughs> bro. Yeah. Could yeah. You I, the game? For me. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it? 
Uh, yeah, good game. Did you enjoy it? Did you you shred? (laughs) Oh, that was the name of the other one. That was the name of the other game that had the motion... Had the, uh, the shred? Controller. I don't remember shred. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that one. Shred. It's funny. <laughs> it was. Cool uh, sca- and, uh, someone literally was like, think of a cool skateboard word, and then yes. one old man was like, shred. They shred, That's right? It. Those kids? Rock on, dude. They shred and they listen to Power Man 5000. Well, speaking of music, <gasps> you ready to go? Some forty-one. They incorporate some of the old tracks from the original two games, and also introduce a bunch of new tracks, which are pretty, pretty good. So they, uh, yeah, I'm assuming they they couldn't get like the whole original uh, no, list. <laughs> That's fine. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, another thing I like is they truncated the getting up animation. It used to be that obviously that your character would just like f- fucking tumble and. <laughs> end up in a mess on the floor and then have to like stand back up and sort of unbreak his legs in order to get back on his board uh but now they just have you basically glitch back into place in like a second which helps keep up momentum yeah but it kills your immersion though no yeah maybe if you're playing skate uh, i was about to say yeah play skate for immersion i'm just trying to grind you know with how much it does to keep up trying to shred bro I actually really appreciate it. I'm just trying to straight shred, bro. Right. Is all the the Viva La Bam dudes? They were uh, they were all with in that Tony Hawk game, right? Or one of them? They were involved. I mean, Bam was a professional skateboarder, but yeah, it wasn't until later though, right? They weren't in one and two, right? No, were they? They they had their time, their heyday around underground. I know definitely like four. He was in four, right? He he was in. A, a many of the games, but I'm just saying, like yeah, that yeah, whole vibe, yeah. that whole scene was involved in Underground Two for the most part. <laughs> Dude, my brother and my dad loved Viva La Bam, and I fucking hated that show so <laughs> goddamn much. And they were just like, I remember having Tony Hawk, and they were like, "Oh, is Bam in there? Rad man!" I'm like, "Dude, yeah. the fuck!" <laughs> my brother's such a fucking nerd. Whatever the loser. hell I want. Do they have any uh, cool secret skins? Like in uh, I remember Tony Hawk Three, where there was like Iron Man and Darth Fat Maul. Bam. Um, that's a probably good question. I don't they even probably, know. Probably no way. They probably have something in there. I mean, the time right? We're in the era of like, games, and like Activision made like those Spider-Man games in the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. So oh, they, like, those ones were good, dude. Too. Yeah. Yep. We're in the era, though, of, like, downloadable content and unlocking stuff with points and shit, so they probably have stuff in there, but it's probably not just uh, true too. unlockable oh. through the course of gameplay. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, it also is a remake of the first two games, which, in my opinion, the level design is a little outdated, especially with how the, the you know, the objectives that you get the second one that design. has that zoo level, right? Like, the whole, there's, like, a whole zoo level? Uh, that's in four, I believe. Four? Yeah. I'm trying to... Ma- he must be four. Never mind, then. Yeah, I think Zoo Level's in four. Is For it reference, on... Uh, my... oh. What? I was going to ask if it was on PC, because I know you were saying it's on PS4. It is. It is, yeah. It I is? just happened to Ooh. play it on PS4, but yeah, it's on PC. Oh. As well. Maybe I need to um, shred. It's, a, you know, it's it's fun. But for reference, my, my favorite entries in the Pro Skater series are... Underground, uh, Pro Skater 3, and American Wasteland. In that God, order. You're a fucking... You're something, <laughs> aren't you? 
The underground I, was uh, pretty fucking sick. I liked Underground. Underground was pretty cool. I did not like uh American Wasteland though. That's okay. I like I like the whole building the uh the, the park? state ranch aspect. I liked that. Uh, I remember assembling that from different pieces. The only part I remember places. doing is getting the dinosaur movie head like off the wall oh, yeah. and crushing all the protesters. Yeah, killing people in cold blood <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with skateboarding. Yeah. Um, shred those protesters. Yeah. Uh, Shredded them. Underground is, it, I like that so much. It's not even just my favorite game in the franchise, like the, my favorite skating game. It's actually. Good Legitimately, I could see it being in my top He's ten prick, favorite dude. games. Period. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah, that's how much I I played it so many times. Um, yeah, you could like make dude even better because you can make like custom maps and stuff. Yep. Yep. I mean, they still include that to this day. The the whole uh, create a park system. Yeah, but that's the game's turned well. to like shit. So like, oh, so they they yes. they they, they <laughs> I'm int- not gonna buy them for that. You know? That's they put that in this. This remake of one and two? Yeah, that that feature is also in this. Oh, that's cool. And that wasn't yeah. in the original. They they added that. No, to, no. That's that like that's that came out and and stuff. Remaster yeah. games, adding like features from later uh, iterations. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Editor's note: Actually, I think you'll find that the park editor feature was first introduced in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 and was later renamed to create a park. Lights out! Radio! Turn that shit board, though, right? No, which I actually think I I like that feature, and I wish it was in games. I love that feature. It was cool. Like I said, me and my you know Alex, we would uh. A brother, you know, we'd make like custom maps, but you'd make like obstacle courses, and yeah, sometimes the guy would have to jump mm-hmm. off the board and like go through there. I, mean, I get why not, training. you know, they didn't have it in those games. They did have right. some so, stuff, right? When in Tony Hawk 1, you can like, uh, you can, um, what do they call it, manual or whatever? No, actually, manualing was introduced in 2. Yeah, but can you, can you do it in, I thought you could do it in like the remake in number 1 now. You can, yes. Oh, you can, manualing yeah, that's is what I'm in saying. this remake. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it wasn't in the original. Right, 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 it was right, right. introduced in 2. And you know that ties in. I played a lot of Pro Skater One as a kid. Uh, probably played through two at least once. I, you know, I liked I liked the early ones back in the day. Um, but I'd say the ones that are my favorites are so good because they have just like amazingly fluid level design. Uh, as I was saying, the objectives feel like so naturally and symbiotically interwoven into the the lines that you skate in in the the, the later games. This remake doesn't really have that same fluidity, uh, to me at least. Most of the time, sure. like that ties into what you were saying, John. Most of the time, I feel like I'm having to sort of rush around the levels without even doing tricks very much, just to get, uh, like maybe enough just to get position special, or whatever. Just to get, um, you know, like each collectible thing before the time runs out. Uh, right, instead okay, of doing yeah, like yeah, sick yeah. lines, I'm basically just rushing around trying to platform essentially <laughs> on my skateboard, and you can't get off of your skateboard. So it's just a little bit unwieldy having to just go like rushed everywhere around the level to collect skate or collect the fucking you know hard hats or tapes or what not not tapes whatever the kids are uh, jamming on these days. Yeah. Um, so I, I do I do like the uh, getting off the board mechanic and I I hope it comes back. And uh, uh, and I you I, know oh sorry go ahead. No 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 please. Uh, so I, I was literally going to shift to something similar but you know, totally unrelated. Oh okay. 
Well, I was just going to say, I, I wish Vicarious Visions, who, by the way, have a long history of porting the Tony Hawk games, and in this case, have clearly implemented a you know a good modern skating uh-huh. engine again. I wish they would have just. I wish they would have just been given an opportunity to make a brand new game without the baggage of that early design. And well, it could, it could, hopefully with the success of this game, that would be a possibility. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> bury the sins of the past possible, under concrete. But and then do flatland tricks on that concrete. It's, it's certainly possible, but they also uh, have been since acquired by Blizzard and are working on Diablo 2. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, rest in so shit. Probably, probably not actually. <laughs> so NeverSoft <laughs> and RoboMoto are dead, uh, ret- uh, respectively, unfortunately, and thank God for that. And now Vicarious Visions was acquired by Blizzard and won't be working on a Tony Hawk game again. So, uh I was gonna say it is cool I, they got the music though, right? I mean, that's pretty neat. <laughs> oh, you Somewhere. ready to go? Cause I'm ready to go. All right, nobody do too much of that, though. Baby, baby. And I'll bleep all that out uh, so we don't get, you know, like... Sued, DMCA. Just just play a... Just play a domain-free music over it. Just put like the... Like, sleeves over there? Public domain music. I mean. Or just put our title uh, song. Play 10 seconds of Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> they play, uh... They, of course, they play Superman by Goldfinger at, at the intro screen of that the remake. Um, of course, but I watched I watched the documentary that was made recently, pretending I'm a Superman, which is a documentary about the Tony Hawk Pro Skater series. Yeah, and uh, it's called "Pretending I'm a Superman," which is a line from the most famous song from the games. They don't even they can't they don't have the license apparently for Superman for that documentary named after the song, so they literally can't play. It seems like they can't play that song in it, from its original recording in the documentary. They play like a basically what sounds like a re-recorded version, and they play like an acoustic cover during the credits. But apparently they they didn't have uh the ability to play the actual song that the documentary is named after in the documentary oh. itself. That's, that's it's hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. Cause like, you can imagine like the first like five, 10 seconds of that song being like a good, like intro or like, yeah. being, like a good, you know, there, there are points of that song you could like throw into different parts of the movie and like, it'd be recognizable and fitting. Yeah. If they, if they had it, they would have done it. They play a re-recorded version. So clearly they sure, would. Sure. So they absolutely would have done it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's funny. Um, that's, that's hilarious. They couldn't secure the copyright for that. It is very, especially because the documentary is fucking named after the song. I mean, the game, like the remake, did like it's not like the the copyright yeah. holders are like are like you know tight fisted about it necessarily. That's weird. It is mysterious. It is mysterious. Um, that's all I have to say about Pro Skater. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's fun to play. Anyone who wants to should check it out on the PC. It's also on the PC. Uh, um, hearing how good that game does... Sorry, hearing how good that game did does increase my hype for Diablo 2. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I mean, I, you know... Let's hope it's totally another... different game, but, like, you know, it, it implies, like, uh, a, certain, a certain type of res- respect and competency. You know, like, respect right. for the property and... and 
competent at the porting thing. They do seem like a, a competent developer. Um, and hopefully, you know, we thought the Tony Hawk's franchise was dead after five, and then this remake sort of revitalized it. So hopefully, it has a future. Right, and I would, Blizzard I would like it to have a is worried that Diablo is dead after three or four mm, or whatever yeah. one, and now they hope that Diablo two can revitalize it. Don't you have a phone? <laughs> God. Anyway, uh, three uh. movies to bring up. Hang on to your fucking butts. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm giving you three seconds for each. You can say that's the impossible, and move friend. On. Uh, first, I want to recommend a movie that. Well, I want to recommend it for all the wrong reasons. Uh, it's it's sort of a so bad it's good movie. Mostly just a weird movie that might only be funny to certain people, which I would say might include us. Um, Serenity from 2019. I wouldn't be surprised if you heard of it. Uh, Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. Um, I don't specifically, know Okay. Specifically for its big twist halfway through, uh, which normally I wouldn't give away that a movie even has a big twist. But in this case, it's critical knowledge. Because if you try watching this movie, uh, and if you don't make it that far, you will not get what the big deal is. Um, Without spoiling the fun, the writer and director of this movie has done both good and not so good work in his career. But generally, I would say he's capable of solid stuff. Uh, the man is also 62 years old, and based on his body of work, I don't believe he was prepared to tackle this film. Uh, I'm going to leave it at that. But um, okay. let, all I'll say is it might pertain to our interests as a So Bad It's Good movie. And so a it was written and directed but not- by a man who's a little out of his depth. <laughs> All right, that sounds like a group watch, but not a solo watch. Yeah, I'm intrigued, yeah. Yeah, it's got a big twist that changes <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, well, a classic sleepaway camp situation, then. Right, right. But it's in the middle of the movie, like, unceremoniously. <laughs> it's right, great. right. Um, I also watched Monster Hunter. I did. By Paul W.S. Anderson. <sighs> I don't even want to watch Why? That. Why, man? Why, <laughs> why, man? I I felt compelled to. You know what? The monsters cool at least. Yeah, like... I would say so. All right. I mean, monsters are well rendered. Uh, let's put it that way. That's Mila that's Jovovich, what I want. That's yeah. Yeah, Mila Jovovich, his his wife. <laughs> so how shitty was uh, it? It's not awful, honestly, but it is really weird. Um. I should say that I've never played a Monster Hunter game, so, like, I just know stuff about them from idle chatter. So maybe mm. maybe a fan of this, the games would dislike this more than I did. But for me, it has this, about the same level of silliness as his other video game adaptations did. Like the Resident Evil um, ones? Yeah, Resident Evil oh, Mortal Kombat. Boy. The plot is pretty damn bad, but the tone reminded me of... Like Mortal Kombat, essentially. There, in that there's things you know from the games, but the context they're put in is clearly whack. It's clear, <laughs> clearly weird. Uh, but I I think what it needed to be, if you're going to make a movie out of Monster Hunter, which I don't know why you would choose to do so, the movie needed to be stylized. It needed to be, like, fantastic and uh, 
not not comic but vibrant in its tone and the movie that this is is not those things uh it's it's a relatively self-serious movie for most of its runtime it's like dirty and dirty bloody people scrambling over dusty rocks <laughs> and it's a monster Yikes. hunter movie jesus uh, yeah it's, i mean it's, i'll be i'll be honest like video game movie you you instantly just yeah you gotta sonic yes. was good yeah, that's what i'm saying though is that like good so, it, it, it's nice to be surprised you know by a movie that is competent at least gotcha gotcha you know sonic was actually good it was decent. Sonic Sonic worked as a movie. Like Sonic was an okay movie. I don't think it was great. I don't think it was that oh, funny wow. or whatever. But it was Yeah, I think that's a good point. It can also be like these adaptations can be good as movies, even if they're not great as adaptations. Right. I mean it was, it was also it's definitely it's definitely worth a watch video. Like it, it, I would recommend it as like a you know, watch it with your girlfriend or something like that. Don't Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, he's blue. He's, he's blue. He go fast. He runs around. That, speed of sound. That movie got good reviews and shit. Got places to go. Uh, I would. I would, didn't know. The only thing I remember from that movie was the fiasco behind uh, the ugly Sonic. Right. And then they redid him. But I, I thought it was going to be a train wreck. It was the first time I'm hearing it was good. I didn't like it that much. So, well, but, you know, I'm saying 63 percent for what it tomatoes. is. That, that 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 feels like about how I feel about it. Yeah, <laughs> they're making a second uh, Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh joy! Jim Carrey was Jim Carrey was fun in his role. He's always fun. But yeah, the weird like dichotomy here is that it has dirty and bloody people scrambling over dusty rocks, <laughs> but it's also got cosplayers screaming in front of a green screen some of the time. Yeah, and, and Ben Schwartz voices this like weird hedgehog. Are you still talking All about right, the fucking <laughs> I was like, I, I for a second, were. I was like, what the fuck? What monster talks? <laughs> that was kind of a monster. Just love Sonic. <laughs> yeah, though, how do you how do you hunt and kill Sonic? And I couldn't just fucking bowgun him. He's too fast. You gotta set up traps. You'd have to do some sort of speed trap or something, yeah. Just every hold your trailer, leg out and trip him. How do you every kill trailer somebody? I saw it's for like, that how movie. How would you kill a Flash? How, oh, Flash, uh, you would know this. And what hold your leg out and trip him. No, that one guy, uh, I know the shit out of him. Out what was it, uh, Yellow Flash, uh, Flask? Oh, Zoom. Yeah, that guy's, that Zoom, guy's just yeah, fast. Zoomer. I'm saying Flash. You've read all the comics. There's got to be I one comment where read somebody, all of them. somebody outsmarts the Flash and finds a way to usually, kill him. Usually comic writers just decide there's no way you could possibly defeat the Flash, so they have someone do some stupid shit, and it somehow like trips him up. Like uh, they, Captain Cold makes the floor icy, and he slips and falls. Something like that. How could you defeat a man who can move fast enough to go through time? <laughs> The only way you can do it unless they just doesn't want you. Doesn't mean he's smart Vito, guy. He'd punch yeah, you like a million think times. He has to have the reaction. What if you? All right, here, here you go. How about this? How about you uh, pull an old Wiley e. Coyote? You draw like a train tunnel on the wall. Like yeah, a black yeah. archway. Right. Boom! He runs into it. Fucking at the speed of light. Vito, yeah, you don't understand. He also like has a reaction watch. time to go with the speed of light. So we're gonna see it and be like, oh, some. 
uh, ne'er do well. <laughs> Some <laughs> idiot. And then he's on this wall. You. I'm gonna go around it. Then he's gonna see you, Vito, and he's gonna run right yeah, into you. Yeah, you're gonna he's fucking snap. You're gonna pull your pants down right in front of. You're gonna pull your pants down and then run you into a classroom of kids and then drop you're you done. in there and say, "You're done." Jesus oh, Christ! That That's a lot worse than he. Than, oh my god. I yeah, thought hey, maybe you would just like, with uh, him, dude. people don't, yo, people don't want to fuck with the Flash. You're gonna be right. not he committing could, he crimes. He could really fuck your life up. You didn't have to kill him. He could fuck your entire I, isn't life. Isn't the Flash? Isn't Flash probably like the the most broken hero of like all the mainstream heroes? Well, oh, well he's on. certainly Kirk, one of the most broken. Yeah, it's also kind of stupid because you know Flash. And correct me if I'm wrong here. He only gets his fastness from a thing called the Speed Force. Right? Yeah. And if other people are using it, he can't use it all. So if other people oh, so are going like fast internet. too... It's like Spectrum Internet. It's like Internet, dude. If other people are going fast, he can't go as So fast. does he kill anybody that's a little uh, getting a little bit faster? Is, is decreased. I don't, I don't know that that's <laughs> correct, John. It's half correct, right? Uh, Give me half. It may be in some continuity or some like re, re, retcon, I should say, of something. But well, that's true. from it's what I understand, that's not true i don't i honestly don't know enough about flash to tell you one way all right back but back to sonic though what does a hedgehog eat he used to speed for uh chili dogs you, uh chili stupid? dogs that's his uh, favorite not... meal dude are you serious he, he eats yeah. you know nothing like about sonic formula? dude do you know nothing about maurice wentworth hedgehog dude so fucking sonic and john cougar mellencamp are like the same fucking person <laughs> Who? Yes. Flasquel monsters are a monster on there. Can no, you tell me no, that? Nobody gets like that three. reference. <laughs> three. Three. There's what not the many. fuck? You know yeah. the song Jack and Diane by John no. Cougar Mellencamp? I don't know that song. I don't know that guy. Yeah, he's, he's talking about sucking on, sucking on chili dogs outside the Tasty Freeze. Fucker Vito. All right, well, Sonic's actually about, doing man. it. He's not just fucking talking <laughs> about it, dude. He's fucking the real deal. He's not just fucking preaching. He's doing Dude, we got a lot of musical licensing issues this podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh, so you're, yeah, we were you're talking like originally over and over or something. Yeah, what? We were. <laughs> yeah, so we great. there's we not were... many monsters in the uh, in the Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter movie, unfortunately. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen the three monsters. I thought there would be like probably. you know more. No bummer. That's a real bummer, man. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I think there's actually a good movie in here somewhere. If you can get past the the typical Anderson take on the premise. Um, but it's like sandwiched between and peppered with off-putting decisions and like clashing tones. Uh, yeah, the, the, the stuff that Mila and Tony, Tony Ja, that is, he's in the movie. Um, the stuff that they get up to during the middle of the movie is at least entertaining in the way that a movie is supposed to be <laughs> entertaining uh, rather than being like distractingly clashing or off or whatever. Um, it's just it's a very uneven movie. I, I, as I said, apparently a lot of the design of the film was accurate to the game. So there's that. There's that. But there's not much of it, as I also said. And there's a uh, there's no ending of the movie. It's just it's a sequel hook. <laughs> oh, thank you, dude. Yeah. We're gonna get like five Monster Hunter movies. Like we got five Resident Evil movies. 
We can only hope. But the thing is, I like the first two Resident Evil movies. Yeah, yeah. Which are the best ones. They just got successively worse. Um, The last movie I'll talk about is... uh, I saw Chaos Chaos Walking, which is an adaptation of uh, the the young adult novel The Knife of Never Letting Go, which is part of a trilogy called the Chaos Walking trilogy. So they named it after the, the trilogy name instead of the first book name. Um, they won't ever heard of The Knife of Never Letting Go or anything like that. No. No. Okay. You made it up. Probably I made it up, um, but I I had I had heard vague vague things of uh, I had vague memories of hearing good things about that book and its series, um, but I I honestly just saw this because I wanted to see something at the drive-in, um, so I went to the drive-in for this one. Oh, nice! And I I actually thought the movie was fairly decent on its own, um, you know, decently entertaining. And the main gimmick of the movie is actually really nicely executed, um, which is an it's an effect that I think really carries the movie. Basically, you can hear a lot of the characters' thoughts out loud throughout the movie, and those thoughts project as visual illusions. Um, so you're constantly getting the thoughts of the characters along with their actual dialogue projected as like outwards as a uh, visual stuff um which is actually a pretty cool idea on screen and i would say it's it's executed pretty well but from what i understand it's the movie is not a very good adaptation of the books i mean surprise surprise um and in fact it's a bad one according to a lot of people so that's nothing new but um the things I'm seeing about what the movie got wrong are making me more interested in reading the books. So I might do that at some point. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm glad I saw the movie first because I was able to at least bring some enjoyment out of what a lot of people consider not so good movie. I, um, I smell you. And apparently it was in like development hell for a while. I mean, it was, so Tom Holland's in it and apparently it was the movie he filmed right after Civil War. And that was in 2016. So, it's mm. it's been uh, like reshot and re-edited, or reshot and rewritten and stuff since then. So, are we settling on a recommend or no? Uh yes. On the basis of standalone movie, you have not read the books. If you've read the books, you probably won't like it. So, for for most people, yeah, whoever read the books, it's entertaining. And I like the I like the way the gimmick is presented, the thought thing. Okay. Apparently, there was a script adaptation. Written by fucking Charlie Kaufman that didn't end up uh, being used. It was written a couple years after the books ended. But according to pretty much everyone, it would have made for a much better adaptation. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I was seeing that the, the movie was sort of, you know, cobbled together with a, a later script. Um, so I just, I feel bad, as always, for the fans of the source material. They could have gotten <laughs> something they actually liked instead of something they don't. <sighs> Anywho, and always so. All right, so on a two-thumb scale, so. how would you give it? I don't use the thumb scale. I feel right. like that's. I feel like that's uh, too imprecise for me. 
I mean, you got so I, many I actually, angles don't really you use could any do. Scale. Yeah, you yeah, can add, yeah, yeah, there's many angles. There's so many angles. You know, <laughs> normally I do sideways and up, but you know, there's like, I mean, like nine. Do like forty-five degree there, down yeah. with your left and sideways with your right. You That's point the them in at each other, point them away from each other. You got obtuse angles and acute angles. Yeah. Look, I I enjoyed this. I I enjoyed my thumbs during this movie, uh, but I was you know I was I was at a drive-in. I was snacking on good good junk food, and I was just enjoying myself. Not that so good, knows, good. Really. That's pretty neat. The return of the drive-in. I've I've never been to a drive-in. You were that one. Were you there with your sweetie, dude? Really? Yeah. You were uh, that one on that road. What? <laughs> what? There's a road nearby. Yeah. yeah, that's how I got there. I Probably saw the the, uh, the first Shrek movie at a drive-in. Oh, John, are you saying, like, named after the road? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I went to that one. I think I saw Spawn at a drive-in, but it was, like, way too dark. <laughs> you couldn't fucking see anything. It was shit. I was probably too Spawn. young to be there anyway. Yeah. Everyone's too young for Spawn. <laughs> yep. Is that all you got for well, I'd say the drive throughs are back. Drive-in. drive throughs Drive-thru movie. <laughs> oh, look, I see a scene as I go by. You know, I want to go to a drive-through movie with single pictures. So, one time, I feel like you go to a drive-through, you get like zodiac, zodiac killed. You know what I mean? Yeah, what I got, I got a fun story. It's one time we were just, just uh, you know, this teenager bored. Uh, we were like, hey, let's go to the drive-in, but I didn't have any money, and Alex wasn't willing to pay for me. They put me in the trunk, <laughs> and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we went through and then like you know where they bought their tickets. I don't even remember what movie it was, but as soon as we parked, I got out and then like the attendant was like clearly watching us. He was like, "What the fuck, dude? You can't just pee at people in your trunk." <laughs> he said that. To leave. Yeah, he was like, uh, "Get out of here." He's like, well, what if you buy a ticket? He's like, "No, nah, it's too late for that. You guys gotta leave." And like, That's hilarious. Yeah, you tried to pull one over on him. It's, it's disrespect. Yeah. They are professionals, John. You can't yeah, he, get one over on them. He got us. Drive through. We used to Drive sneak in, in movie theaters as a kid. You know, movie theaters. Nah, I wouldn't do it right. to a movie theater. I respect them. Drive-ins, I don't. It's, you know, it's just fun. <laughs> they have the harder job, though, because it's got more to handle. They don't exist anymore. And they, I mean, really. I mean, actually, I I like the idea of them. And maybe they sound like cooler now. But, like, I remember going to that one, and it was like shit. I mean, well, things nowadays, were in, like, disrepair. But now that you think yeah, they're well, like cool, like Bluetooth, like for your like uh, radio and stuff, you don't have to use that fucking shitty box. Yes, nowadays the boxes are obsolete. You just tune into a station for your specific screen on your radio, so you can use your car audio system. Oh, but how's the audio quality for that? It doesn't sound very good. Pretty decent, if I remember. It's pretty car, decent. It varies a little bit. Sometimes you'll get a little bit of buzz in the background, but for most movies, there's enough sound happening that it's unnoticeable. I wonder if you could um, go in and then like hijack that frequency and play some other shit. <laughs> I'm not trying to give our listeners cool ideas. Or What's anything, wrong with you, you know? dude? I don't know. I'm just. I'm not saying I would do it. I don't, I'm just I don't, I don't you could know. do I don't it. Have these bad thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Usain Starfire's veto. But uh, drive-ins have had a resurgence since you know the world shut down. So Makes sense. more people are going to them. Flash I just wish people would fucking understand to turn off their fucking headlights when they fucking enter the fucking driving lot. Just do it. Fuck right them, away. dude. 
Oh yeah, you, know, you got to wait till somebody's looking at you like blinded before <laughs> you realize. Oh, See, I, I don't really feel like I would. I mean, when I go to a movie theater, well, I guess it's because that movie is typically only out in theaters. But usually, I just wait. I don't go to the theater. But if I'm gonna go to the theater, You're in New because York. No, it's because I want to see a movie with like super high def uh, audio and and um, and visuals. So like yes. to listen through my car radio, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I go to a movie just because I want to. I want to see, see it, it. like yeah. early, like I'm interested in it. And but all, but the, the car is more appealing to me because the worst part of the movie theater is having a bunch of jokers around you. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Now you still have jokers around you. You don't know, but at least I'm in my own bubble. Yes. And you know, if I want to hoot and holler. Do people ever honk like at so. funny parts. I can do stuff? so reasonably. Not that I have experience, but I've no, only been driving since honk. the pandemic. Or like fucking, you know, uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. says like, "We got a, a Hulk," and then everyone's just like, "Woo!" and start honking their you know, bark, uh, bark, bark, bark. You know me and John went to a movie theater together once. We saw. I said, "You know me and John went to the movie theater together once." Uh yeah, we well, seen a scary movie, right? Yeah, we saw the key. I mean, John really didn't see much of it, but uh, yeah, didn't he? Didn't he walk out? Was John in the truck again? <laughs> So John went out. <laughs> saw Insidious. Insidious. I don't know what that key is. Insidious, the final key. It was something about a key. Yeah, great that you know movie you're talking about. Maybe he's the one who didn't see it. <laughs> Pause the goddamn podcast and look at the name of this movie out. No, it was definitely Insid- I remember this. I wasn't even there. The last key. Insidious, the last key. Yeah, but we uh, saw it. And uh, it was a bad movie. No, like I pushed the thing over on the other Yeah, guy. that was cool. fucking... A, I, dude, alright. <laughs> that was hilarious. So we were watching it, and all of a sudden this guy's like, he's fighting this one dude, and he like beats him. a possessed him. person. Yeah, it's possessed. He beats him, and he's like knocked out, and he just takes a fucking, like a... What was it? A Big dresser? Like- and just crushes his fucking head and I didn't expect it. I just started cracking up in the middle of the movie theater. I was like, what the fuck? But it was fuck like the comedy relief guy that did it. You know, it wasn't like See, now, well, yeah, but yeah. what if, but you laugh really hard and then you accidentally, your fucking elbow hits your horn. Ah, uh, yeah. If you're out of driving. I don't know why you think that's going to happen. They're still an yeah, etiquette. Well, just because you're etiquette yeah. in your car, I mean, there's yeah. no etiquette. Do you think you know? people aren't going to drag you out and beat the shit I'm out of you for but, being but an asshole? Once, but once drive-ins become like, you know, more of a thing, then they were already that becomes, a thing. No, yeah, no, they were no. already a thing. I remember, uh, you know, I went to them as a kid. Dude, there's not a single drive-in in New York City. You are fucking... Drive-in tights was not when we were kids. Drive-in tights were in, like, the fucking, like, 40s and 50s. And I guess 60s. Mm-hmm. I guess probably longer than that, too. But, like, that was at their biggest. Yeah, it but no, like but, they just but fucking people, got, people have got so much ruder since then, though. I think people have always been shit. People have indeed always been shit. Let's circle back around to the video game podcast. <laughs> no. Yeah, video game, we're at the drive-in, Andy. <laughs> I believe in people. I played Gauntlet Dark Legacy at a drive-thru, or a drive-in, in the, uh, they have a little moving, I think we're stand. moving on to you, Greg, anyway. What, what else do you got, Greg? You played Gauntlet at the drive Speaking of the drive-in, you played Gauntlet Legacy on it. Real quick, though, real quick. On Amazon, this is cool, on Amazon Video... There's uh and I'll you know I'll, I'll throw the link up if we need to. There's like a two-hour movie. I guess you call it a movie, but it's just old commercial clips from like Ooh. drive-in movies. Okay, uh, I, I got 50. something. I actually have Dude, something I'll to add to this. 
John? Okay, so... I watched it with my grandma. She was like, I, I remember that one. I know what this is, John, <laughs> because I used to put it on the projector at the bar I used to work at, you know, in the background. I thought it was Why? a cool video. Well, well, I mean, it is cool background. Just like, because well, we would want something like, you know... Like I would, background some, Sometimes I put like movies on, yeah, but sometimes you just want some background stuff, yeah, no yeah, audio, yeah. just like visuals. Dude, some of those ads, let's just say they're outdated, and I stopped playing that video. Oh, um, uh, maybe we're thinking of different ones. The ones on Amazon were not. The, you know, so the weirdest things in the ones on Amazon were that they had like ads for you to go to church, and I was like, why would they play that in a fucking <laughs> movie theater? Dude, God, God was giving us some good ad revenue. Yeah, this is a, this is the Amazon friendly. There's no questionable. Hey, this one's this one's straight at you. I want to see yours now, only out of a morbid curiosity. Yeah, <laughs> I'll find it. So, Greg, you played Gauntlet Dark Legacy on a yeah, drive. When I was a small you... boy, a flask. Were you done? Yeah. Oh, all right. That was it for yes, me. Yes, I am next. Fuck. You should go to the drive-in. Dude, what I go else to you got, Greg? What have you been doing the last week or so? Um, Theaters are I... allowing you to like rent them out now to play video games. <laughs> They're fun, doing that man. like currently. Uh, wow! I play World of Warcraft again uh, because I'm a glutton for punishment. So whatever. Uh, EDF. We've been playing EDF. EDF. EDF five. Uh, I think we are on mission 102, I think, right now. Only eight more missions, and we're done. Beat the fifth Dude, game. We are close. Um, I, uh, yeah, I'll talk about it a little bit more, but we're, we're right there. Yeah, we'll talk, we can oh, talk yeah. more about it when uh, John comes up. But other than that, uh, I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty with uh, Kurt and, you know, B-Man. Uh... I've been having a lot of fun, man. I've definitely had a complete turnaround from Call of Duty now to like from my two years back where I was like, fuck that game, dude. Why would I ever play that game? Sure. Dude, Kurt got me into it and damn, man. Oh, anyway. Uh, yeah, really? That? Uh, Neo 2? Uh, we just finished the main game of that. Uh, me, Kurt, and Knoxville. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty good game. I'll give it that. We didn't play this week, though, which kind of fucked everything up. Uh, that's really all for video games. Uh, I finished 90 Day Fiance Season 4. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I know this is what people wanted. This is what people were expecting. So I, People were clamoring we finished, for it, Greg. We finished the main thing, and then we found out there's, like, fucking... They do uh, a tell-all where they get all the couples together... And, and that was fucking, a long tell-all. I saw like the first dude, forty-five minutes, so there was still a uh, And there's that. two more. There's two more fucking parts, bro. Oh my god! So, and we're not even. We just finished the first part, but uh, yeah, they're like, dude, they fucking have them on, and then they show them at like parts of like people like talking shit behind their back. It's pretty damn cool. <laughs> like, uh, it's pretty damn brutal to watch. It's pretty brutal, but also it cracked me up. Uh, there was this dude, Tom. He is pretty based. The whole, he was like, he fucking ended up asking everyone out, and they were like, they they, they confronted him about it. They're like, did you, uh, Tom? Did you ask Stephanie out? And he goes, Oh yeah, well she's really hot, and I really want to go out with her. And he just fucking flat out says it, and dude, 
Me and Knox were cracking up at that the shit this man was case. saying. <laughs> Dude, he was such a fucking asshole. It was so funny. That is awesome. Um, but yeah, for for 90 Day, uh, shocker, none of the couple survived, I think. I believe not they all, uh, <laughs> not, not one of them uh, held firm, I think. Or at least, uh, at, at least at this point in time, I know most of them were, uh, the only two I think was like Lisa and uh, what the fuck was his name? Usman. They were getting married at the end, but I looked, I Googled it and they are not together at this time. Yeah. I should not idolize these people immediately. Dang it. Yeah. Uh, something happened. Like, some, Jeffrey did something horrible, so he they just kind of deleted him from the show. Uh, <laughs> Dave was a psychopath. Uh, the girl was an awful person. Uh, apparently, in the, in the tell-all, Dave's going to get roasted a lot, and I'm very personally excited for that. Uh, Big Ed... He reunited with his daughter. Him and his daughter uh, buried the shovel. Or buried the hatchet, whatever the, the word is. <laughs> buried the shovel. Once you dig the hole with the shovel, you then bury the shovel by kicking all the dirt back in. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, but then at the tell-all, uh, they, like, they tell his daughter, like, Hey, how does it feel that your dad was willing to uh, ruin your relationship again uh, to go back to this woman? <laughs> and she just started crying, dude. And then oh. Big Ed started crying. I was like, man, you're a piece of shit, Big Ed. But also, you're pretty based. It was pretty... It was... It was <laughs> how many, was how many couples did they do a season? Oh, fuck, dude. Let's see. You got Yolanda Williams, which is one. Uh, Stephanie Erica. Uh, Dave and Yolanda. Uh, shit. Jeffrey and Varia, I think her name was. Uh, Big Ed and I don't remember Rose. Big Ed and Rose, and I think Lisa and Usman. That's it. Oh no, then so Darcy and fucking Tom. So what was that? That eight was or nine. Eight, yeah, eight or nine, and that was only for one so, season. I think Darcy, most of Darcy and Tom's shit was from the previous season, and in this season they were just wrapping, like wrapping it up, because we only saw them like the first two episodes. So, from what I'm seeing online, it looks like 20 to 30-some couples are still together that have been on 90 Day Fiance. So yeah, they, like have a, they have some. Half, that's a little less than half the show. It's not too bad. Listen, if you find happiness, I'm happy for you. But also, there was some quality really weird people entertainment. On that, on that season. Yeah. We found out... Oh. Uh, one of the oh, one of the people Ed. on there has an OnlyFans. I love Ed. Ed is so funny. Ed cracks yeah, was, me the fuck Ed, up. He Ed is, is a massive piece of shit. Good. I, think, Ed, I, think Ed, I think Ed is like a legitimate abuser. He's like a p legit piece of shit. He's a little troll too. It's like, how do you even? Do you know that his, you he? It's did you know down. he cheated on his wife? That's what I'm saying, no. dude. I'm not surprised. He looks like a piece of shit. Well, yeah. Any photographer, they're known to be shit. All right, now. Oh, uh, you know, President See if you don't agree. Dude, he does, you should see his Instagram. They're full of cookies. It's pretty fucking insane. All right, well, after the tell-all, what's next? You moving on to another season of 90 Day? Yeah, either that or we're going to move on to uh, Thousand Pound Sisters. 
That's what oh I'm hoping my. for, though. Oh my god, I don't, I, I don't know if I got any me to watch that one. The me, it's just the fucking. Yeah, me and Noxil are absolutely scum. fucking. We're degenerates. We love that shit. We love. I feel so good about myself when I watch all those. They're definitely oh, to pick me up I by see. need after I after I'm broken down all day by the man. Watching Ninety Day just brings me uh happiness. It is, it is a very. Uh, it's a sick kind of pleasure that I don't... I feel bad about. A, a guilty pleasure, if you will. Well, thank you. I'd like to thank everybody from Season 4 of 90 Day Fiance. Before the 90 Days. Thank you. You gave me hours of laughter, joy. And a new and, uh, <laughs> No, not really. And... <laughs> and all it cost was your dignity on the public forum, right. and probably a year of your time, however long was with that person, and the many thousands and thousands of dollars you spent on plane flights you added together. Dave, if you somehow hear this, I want to know how much you exactly spent on Lana, because it said like hundreds of thousands of dollars. I want to know the exact number. If you tell me that, I'll go to your, I'll go to the Ukraine with you again. To help you kill Lana. Ed, if you can hear this, <laughs> yeah, good guy. <laughs> Ed, Ed, now listen, Ed, if you can hear this, we don't want you on this podcast, alright? You can just... Yeah, Big Ed, I only know you from Ed, the meme pictures, but I'll square up with you, I ain't scared. Hey, Ed, why don't you go subscribe to Giant Bomb or something? Yeah, I'm <laughs> Ed, uh, Ed, I have you as, I have your, your body as a VR chat character, it's pretty great. It's... Thank you for that. That's something. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Every week I'm going to talk about 90 Day. That's where I get all my content I from up, now. I have a guilty confession. I looked up Ed and Rose to see, how, see what their story was in 2021. Um, and apparently Ed has said that uh, he has definitely made her more financially well off. And that's like the most Ed will say. And Rose has said she has accepted his apology. Rose's daughter? Rose, no. no Rose. Rose is the girl he was going out with. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So ba basically, Ed just talks about how much money he spends on her. Right. Dude, Ed is going to be on a... I think, I think he's on another season. I believe he's on two other seasons, but he has uh What? Yeah, dude. This ain't the first. This is this is one of the first appearance of it, I think. But he has a uh, he returns him. He returns, and this that fucking dude Tom comes back also. It's uh, oh my God. it's it's crazy. Does 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 Ed's relationship with his daughter stay together? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure. I hope it does. Cause I mean, that sucks. Find out. But yeah, there's only one way to find out, and that's me watching them. You got anything else, Gregory? Um, no. That's it. I'm fucking a boring right. piece of shit. Let's hit up John. You're not boring. And then we'll move on to a break. John. John, what have you been doing in the last week or so? What has John been doing? That's the question. All right. Yeah, uh, that is what I just asked you. You gamers... Yeah, you true me. gamers, yeah. narrow it down a little bit, who played Carry On, Carrion. That is me. <laughs> I played that already. 
Yeah, however, they did a little sneaky I didn't know about. <gasps> December 24th, they released a DLC, a free DLC for this game. Huh. That's like, uh, I don't know, like an hour, hour or so long. So it's like 20% uh, of the game. Yeah, it was fun, <laughs> yeah. fun little playthrough. I, I, like I said, I did it in about an hour. Okay. I didn't, I didn't hear about this. I didn't know about it. Uh, uh, I think I was just looking that. through my game list or whatever, just to, I don't know. I think I was just bored. And then I seen they had a little update, downloaded it, and uh, it was fun. Is it Hopefully like it's, a, a nah, continuation it's just of the game, or uh, like... no? Okay. No, but it has. It definitely like has like an ending similar to the you know other one. Uh, hmm. But yeah, you know, I, I guess just kind of hope maybe that you know they're gonna do a second one or they're gonna work on some sort of uh, larger DLC. I guess. Yeah. I mean, not you like know. I mean the the game is just the game is mostly just the gameplay. I mean, it's yeah. not necessary for any expanded material to uh, continue it. Right. Yeah, I want like a. Uh, Another monster or something cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so if you're a Carrion fan and you missed that, go ahead and go back. Well, uh, I still have Carrion downloaded. I haven't played it yet, so I guess oh, I'll, dude, uh, go through it. I'll have more content for me. Uh, it's a Funyun. What else we got? Uh, oh, yeah, okay. A little, little game came out back in 2000. Five or so, maybe. Might have you just paid sixty dollars for it today. You might have played it on the Xbox called Stubbs the Zombie, uh, Rebel Without a Pulse. Hell yeah, great game. Uh, well, it's back in Pog form. Pog form. Pog yeah. form. Yeah, but also in uh, video game form is a, a remake. Uh. It's on the PC, it's on Steam. I think it's also on like the PlayStation at least four and Xbox. Yeah. No no PS5, sorry, Stubbs didn't make it that far. Sorry, uh, Stubbs. But it's not even like a rematch, it's really just like a one for one port of the game, it seems. Uh what why see. did they do this? Who did this? Why did they do it? For money maybe, and to test the waters. Uh there is an achievement called hold on it's here at the bottom called six seasons in a movie and <laughs> uh under it says demand a sequel that's in reference to the uh, tv show community yes uh okay i i guess i mean i guess they saw that i mean it's just my complete uh gamer guess here maybe they seen at the destroy all human remake whatever i yeah. mean that was an actual kind of remaster though like made money and they're like well what if we did an even cheaper version of that and then they did it. Uh, I didn't hear much about this Troy Humans game. Yeah, I didn't either, actually. But I also, I don't know. It was fun when I it bought cool. it. I wouldn't want I to buy it. it again. Yeah, I, I remember the gameplay enough to think, like, man, that I know I would not enjoy that now. Well, that's but how Stubbs, I felt though. about Stubbs, honestly. I yeah, remember it. I remember it. Though, dude. Vito, yeah, are you interested in playing? Vito, are you nah, interested in playing pay. Stubbs? Nah, it's like twenty. Bucks I own the game. Oh, so I don't we need don't. to have it. I guess we. Yeah, we can parse that. Well, yeah. So yeah, there's Maybe. no online co-op. Like, like I said, like I had a, I had a blast same. playing it when it came out because it's it seems simple enough, but uh, I mean it is simple. It's simple fun, but I don't know. 
just like the wacky levels uh, as you progress are, are pretty cool and learning more zombie powers. I don't know if I'd enjoy it so much today. Honestly, Vito, I really think it'd be if, you know, the type of games you enjoy. I really think you'd like this one, you know. Yeah, maybe I I'll play. <laughs> I feel like that was a, a slight. <laughs> uh, hey, you know, I'll say this. You know, uh, me and Nashua, we haven't actually finished. We got to the last level, and I don't know. We were playing for like four hours, and we were just kind of getting late. So let's just finish this again. Uh, I don't know. I was having fun doing it. I mean, it's, not, it's certainly not a hard game. It's not like a game you're like, it's just a mindless, yeah, mindless. No, I don't you know. know. It seems like you guys were uh, getting uh, a little run down at that rhythm section. Dude, that was, that was me. straight. That was dude. me. All right. I'm not player two. I was player <laughs> one. So, if you, you know, Beto, but if you're welcome to come in and uh, play, show me how the rhythm is. Oh, I got rhythm. All right, we'll see. I think see. I probably got the most rhythm in this. In this, uh, absolutely not true. In our group of friends, maybe well, I mean, maybe Flash. Me, between play me and Flash, for sure. He does play like a real instrument. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for real though, what I, I enjoyed the game. The, uh, uh, whatever, twenty bucks is like an adult five dollars. So like, I grow up. That is, yeah. that is true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not not that I'm saying you should just throw twenty dollars away whenever, but like I, I no, you know, I, just, I don't know if I'd put the time into it. Hey, well, you said four true. hours and you almost beat the game. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean it was cool. I I would actually play through it again with somebody. Um, like I said, it's just like a and you know it's like a unique game. How I many like other humor, games can you be a zombie nice. and like yeah. you know Call of Duty? No, it's not the same. Even a little bit. Yeah, I wish. Hopefully they make uh, a sequel, dude. Hopefully that's pretty much why I'm excited. I hope they make another one. Uh, some zombies is badass. Games like that anymore with uh No, they make the games like the Avengers. Dude, speaking of Avengers, you know what? We'll slip this in real quick before I go to my next thing. <laughs> Hawkeye 2 comes out tomorrow, everybody. Fuck, fuck yes, dude. How many podcasts yes. are we gonna have before Hawkeye comes out? <laughs> well, if we started when the game came out, like seven months worth. <laughs> I, I I I can guarantee you, listeners, we are the number one Avengers news podcast. <laughs> yes. Specifically, the, the number the number one Hawkeye in the Avengers news podcast. <laughs> hey, but you know what? I'm not saying I hate it. I'm I'm liking the regular updates now. I know when Kate Bishop's gonna be in the game. Yeah. Thank God. I mean, you know, all the Hawkeyes are here. Uh, so that's tomorrow. Actually, there's also a like Square Enix like presentation or whatever tomorrow. Oh uh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. what oh. we're gonna hear about. Uh, Life is Strange three allegedly. Yeah, so it should be interesting. Uh, and then the last game I have, we talked a little bit about. Maybe you heard of it. It's EDF. EDF. Sorry. Uh, it stands for Earth Defense Force. Maybe you've heard of that. Eggs don't food. Me these are listen. Eggs, eggs do John, food. John, these are the people fly. that. These are the people that you eggs know. Don't fly. Don't these go outside. Like the, they don't go no, outside this is of the, the narrator uh, who. <laughs> Why would I go the, outside when there's giant bugs? He everywhere? saw the first ant. First of all, they're aliens. He yeah, saw the well, first alien, and he was like, "Humanity is over." He, he's know? that guy in our group that he's going. Humanity's done for. Just gets really upset. Time, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I Those are aliens time. for sure. 
Uh, so yeah, we're almost in. We're like 96 missions in out of 111. My god. Plus DLC. Were we 96? I thought we were in like the is hundreds. Is that as many as that sounds? Oh, no, wait, actually, you're right. I think you're right. I think we stopped. No, Rick you're right. Said, we're like Rick 106. said like 102. Or, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. We're, you're right. We were at 96, and we played again a little bit, so we were in the hundreds. What is um, the, uh, what joy do you get out of continuing the honest question? Like, what... What's the what's in it for you for playing a hundred something levels? Does the uh, gameplay change? Oh, we can change? beat the game. Do you ever yeah, play? Yeah, like uh, what is there to beat? Because uh, what I've seen you guys, it just seems like an arcade almost. Like well, it is like all right. Well, I do want to see the actual loop is like picking up weapons to get like better weapons to kill like the aliens. Um, Faster and cooler ways. But it's like uh, you ever play Rampage? Yeah. You ever play that in the Mon PlayStation oh, you, One? Is that where you beat the buildings? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Rampage World 2 or in the PlayStation 1. You just go around, you punch the buildings, right? And you eat people. Imagine and, not uh, playing that Nintendo 64. You play on 64. Me and Alex play that game every morning and the weekend. And that game has over 100 levels. And that's it. You just punch the fucking buildings and eat the people. And then sometimes you go to France. And sometimes you go to the, sometimes you go to the moon. Sometimes <laughs> uh, you go to the yeah. beach. Sometimes you're on the mountains. Yeah, sometimes we're in the city. Sometimes we're on the ground. And we're just killing bugs. Just hanging out. Yeah, I mean you're so doing God's bugs. work. Well, aliens. I will sorry, say, dude. Aliens. So we've been getting uh, these new things called uh, giant loader bargas, and they're just humongous mechs. Dude, you can beat the fuck out of those aliens with those mechs. They do not stand a chance. They're pretty sweet. It's a little, uh, it's a little unfair to the aliens, same thing. Well, no, these are giant. I mean, they giant are. aliens. Those uh, aliens yeah, I mean, are uh, garbage. You're not sympathizing with the aliens, are you? Nah, no. Nah. Yeah, it's just, it's like pure video game. Yeah, I arcadey fun, you know. Like, uh, you, there's infinite ammo. You don't have to worry about anything. Well, I guess there's select guns that have ammo, but very, very few. Like a heal gun does. You know, uh, you can get people up as much as you want. There's no penalty for losing. You just, you just hold the trigger down and shoot and it's kind of like a novelty it's like what bug are we going to see well what alien are we going to see next you know so far we've seen uh several types of giant ants uh, a couple different giant spiders some flying Frogs. tadpoles some giant like they're like uh gray men bipedal frogs and they <laughs> oh, carry yeah. guns rockets and there's, yeah there's just some straight up like but, I mean, but all of them are, like, giant, you know, they're, like, the size of a fucking, like, house, you know, there's nothing your size. Bipedal uh, frogs, you say? Yeah, they're, like, on two now legs, I'm and they're, intrigued. like, fucking sprinting around, they got, like, oh, uh, mini like guns. That. I don't like that at all. Oh, yeah, and then there's, like, That's aliens, disturbing. and then there's, like, some Godzilla-looking guys that, like, they kind of, like, harass you throughout the campaign, like, you know, like, the first, like, 60 levels, like, every now and then, like, you have to fight them, and you just kind of fight them for a while, and they're, like... We got to retreat. He's too big, and then yeah, eventually they drop down the loader. You finally get to square off against him. I mean, so yeah, stuff does technically happen. Like it's not literally like you're just dropping in. They're like, here you go again. I mean, I guess there is a very loose like, oh, we're fighting back against the bugs. This is gonna be the big one, and then you have like a you know a big mission where you fight like a big bug or like a big wave of them like on the beach or something. Uh, so there's a little bit. I really yeah, wish Command would stop saying this is gonna be the big one. Oh, do they say it we've all done time? about fifty <laughs> big ones, dude? We've the done, Earth is still not saved. Like nine, we've done like a hundred and two big ones so far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, I get this cool bike that I can ride around on, and I swear to God, dude, it's the most fun. 
I have in any driving I've ever played in any game. One of our podcast titles is Saving to Earth with Sick Bike Tricks. Dude, and that's all I do. I was enjoying watching you do some It's sick true. Bike Usually he starts doing something cool, and he's like, yo, check this out. And then he immediately eats shit and like, flies off. It's so e- and you can eat shit as much as you want. It doesn't like kill you. Yeah, the bike might blow up, whatever. You just have to you kill more bugs, one. and then you get another bike. And uh, there's a lot of bugs to kill. I just kind of sit back and uh, blow up the terrain. I just yeah, keep spawning destructible terrain. Classes. No, other buildings are. You can destroy the buildings okay. <clears throat> in like the city Flat maps. In them buildings. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's not like you know it's not like modular destruction. It's like you gotcha. hit the building and dude, give me that in EDF in like ten years. Fucking destructible buildings. Go inside them all. There's no more Earth to save because you've destroyed it all. EDF yeah, no. how it keeps happening. This is like the fifth game that we're playing. Uh, yeah, this we're doing. We almost saved the world, so you guys can thank us probably next week. All right. EDF! Godspeed. Thank you, thank you. That's it. Guy all right, stone. thank you, John. Narp. Thank you, John. And with that, with all those words from our friend John, we're going to lull ourselves into a break. We're going to be back though, to discuss what I did, and we can briefly cover what Vito did before heading into the news. Mm. Okay, you know what? I'll allow it. Alright, everybody cool with that? Alright, I'll take a break. I do want to say one more thing, uh, just for transparency's sake. It was unclear before, but Vito is the one who plays the instrument. I do not play uh, Diddly Squat. I'm just I'm I'm a musical person. I like writing music. Uh, I, I thought Vito's they were talking the, about me. I think they were talking yeah. about me. I did, it was, I was it was confusing. Vito, uh, I don't think I said Vito. Yeah, I think the, yeah, it was confusing. I, 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 I can back Flasco. There was a he thrown out, and it wasn't I think, specified what 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 person it was. What yeah, let's just clarify. I want to give Vito his due. Flask is a talentless hack. I am a musician. All right, but hold on, hold on. Let's all if we're gonna do the clarification, let's always clarify. I own a keyboard. So do I. <laughs> oh. I own a keyboard uh, and a guitar, I was, but I don't play either. I, you ever, I you ever hit one of the, the buttons uh, that plays like green sleeves and you pretend you can play the piano? Like it feels cool? I was in the no. handbell choir as a, a small child, so um, I've kind of got rhythm. Yeah, but it's not in your house or at home, though. Or in your heart. Definitely, yeah. I like music. Did you guys know that in Florida there is an underground uh, horse meat uh, racket? That's weird. Did you know that horse meat is actually a big thing in Italy and Sicily? When is I was it? there, you Damn. could buy yeah, you could buy like a horse meat sandwich like on you any would. corner. And I didn't. Like, I, uh, I didn't eat it. Like, I would have eaten it, but I, I didn't eat it. It'd be like, you know, because they're very muscular animals. They'd be like, what, stringy or whatever? You know? Yeah, they're good? I don't, I, no, I, hey, I Obviously, I they got a market for it. People are eating it. Right, yeah. Um, Answer this then, Vito. Why is it that in every movie, when a horse gets injured, they just shoot it and leave it instead of eating it on the spot? Uh, I don't know. Because, uh... Big, yeah, big horse. Big horse. It doesn't make any sense. He's you don't eat your dog after it. It's a significant like, part of culinary traditions of many countries, particularly Europe and Asia. Um, 
eight countries consume the most horse. There, excuse me. The eight countries which consume the most horse meat consume about four point three million horses a year. Wild they horse. They try to escape from America horse. to not be eaten. Like they make like a like swimming across the ocean. Just make like sucks. horse rafts. <laughs> I've eaten cow stomach. Specifically, I've had the cow stomach. stomach of the cow. Oh, I don't know about that. Cows have cows have multiple stomachs. Yes. Right. Right. Did you get to like Which sample? That would have been cool. Yeah. You get to sample each one, like a four course so meal. You notice the uh, the differences between them. Oh, the yeah, subtle, yeah. Subtle characteristics of each stomach. Oh, yeah. Really. This is the one the grass sits in for sure. And then yeah. I, I get to the third one and I say, "Ugh, this one. Now this one I can't stomach." It can be served raw as sashimi in thin slices dipped in soy sauce, or soy sauce, often with horse? ginger and onions. Yeah, I'm talking about horse. Horse, horse sushi, horse sashimi. Yeah, eating it that's raw. The way to eat it. That's, that's the way you can eat it. It is oh, called that, basashi. Uh, huh. I'll tell you what. Uh, I, I honestly will try almost anything. I'll I'll eat anything except you know you guys know I don't really like cheese, but I have been trying cheeses. But the one thing I won't eat, I don't think you could ever convince me to eat a bug of any kind. A worm, a bug, I will not eat one those. of those uh, candied grasshoppers. Ch- chocolate cover ones? Uh, I'd rather not, but I'd, I'd be more likely to eat one of those. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going. We're gonna. Hey guys, I'm back. <laughs> we yeah, we're yet? gonna, we're gonna go straight into my roundtable. And uh, so lately, I've been, uh, I played some more Valheim. How you uh, like Valheim? You know, I think it's, uh, I think it's really good. I'm having a lot of fun with it most of the time. And then there are moments that I get slapped with. Oh right. This is a survival game, and I don't like those. Or, oh, right, this is an early access game. Um, I mean, if, you, you know, I I might sound a little mixed, but I'm really not. I'm just kind of, like, fighting against the huge hype this game's had. It, it's, a, it's a blast, you know, so I'm kind of, like, I'm talking as if everybody already knows how great this game is. And it really right. is great. And it blows most survival games out of the water. It's just, uh, I'm not usually a type of gamer that likes these games, so some of the stuff I'm, like, getting a little, just kind of killing my fun here and there, I think is the game doing what a lot of survival games do, but but really, you know, much better. It's just, you know, it's things like uh, the mountain. I did not enjoy trying to get my stuff back from the mountain last night. And, like, I, I, I like that there's a death mechanic, I like that there's risk and danger, but like all the stuff the mountain does to you. We talk about the, free, the, the freezing, um, the insta kill wolves. Yeah, shit like, like that. that. Yes, those. Right. I mean, what were you doing up there? <laughs> all right, well, I there's your question. I'm, where? What the heck were you? Uh, yeah. Did you get business up on the mountain? Yeah. Did, did you do my method of staying in the, the swamp for four days I, and nights? I did not. No. I was going for the next tier of armor. Gotta, gotta stay in the swamp for four days and four nights to prove your worth. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I am having mostly a lot of fun with it. It's a blast. 
getting everybody on a boat and sailing to distant lands and settling and then exploring. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel you, though. I don't like survival games either. Yeah. But uh, yeah. this one I had, I had fun with. Yeah. I've got like 50, 60 hours in it. So if I stopped playing now, it would still be a great value and uh, a good time I had. But I'm not going to stop playing. I, I don't want to stop playing. Uh, my gripes with it are ultimately pretty minor on the face of things. Um, so at least so far. Um, just some early access stuff with the combat hit detection and like uh, enemy aggro, that type of thing will go a long way to fixing the game up. But I'm sure that's totally on their radar. Overall, I recommend. It's a good game. Um, yeah, I don't think yeah. I had any issues where I was thinking like, oh, well, it's early. I, I didn't have any early access issues. I, I, I didn't like start feeling saying. that until like for, for a long time. Until I started to get like more into the combat and stuff. You know? And I might just be bad at it. I, I'm willing, totally willing to accept that. But That's why, you know, I, I think the best way to play is to have sort of a balance of uh, projects uh, in the game. So like, you'll spend some time doing the hardcore like progression stuff and part of the time doing building and part of the time you know just exploring uh part of the time you know mining for resources in explored area you know like splitting up uh different tasks and shit. yeah you tasks per session out doing one particular thing in order to like yeah. not get overwhelmed I would say you have a bad time if you try to do it in one go like if you're exploring by the time you find a cool place you're probably running low on food anyway mm-hmm. you know and if, you don't like, have, if you don't have good food, especially, you know, in, like, the mountains and beyond, you're going to have a bad time. Uh, yeah, you could try and do... My, this is my method anytime I'm going somewhere new. It's just have... Uh, sometimes if I'm just strictly exploring for, like a, like, a new mountain or new swamp, I'll just bring some, like, shitty troll gear, you know, something, something that'll block a hit, but I'm not going to miss if it goes... And then just, like, enough stuff to make, like, a portal or two, just in case I lose it. And then you just, uh, you make a portal there. And then... Yeah, bringing the know. shitty gear is a good idea. I do I do, do the portal thing. Like, I, yeah. I bring a portal. You get your little foot in there, the and then, you know... Yeah. Well, I mostly just use the portal, because when, especially near the mountains, your fucking pickaxe goes so quickly. And, uh, you know, you know, you have an iron pickaxe and whatnot, you need a forge to... Yeah, yeah level, level two forge, yeah. Yeah, and that's... Yeah, I'm not fucking... And I don't want to drag that. I mean, I guess you could do that in the mountain, but I haven't yet. I usually just, you know, just teleport back, fix it, teleport back. You know, John, I, I think that is a good idea. I get kind of annoyed when games kind of, uh, not force, but like uh, encourage a certain gameplay style where I am forfeiting my better equipment during certain occasions in order to like sort of game the game in terms of like, because like, okay, so you're, if you're not using your armor, your good armor, when you're doing certain uh, exploration or certain uh, uh, going in certain biomes, it's like okay, so I'm I'm deciding to play the game in a certain way where I I only use my my good armor, you know, when I've already expl- it's like a very specific circumstance in which oh now I can use my armor and it's not like it's bad, it's just like annoying to have to do that, you know? Yeah, I mean, well, I guess it depends on what you. I mean, I th- I think for a normal game, yeah, but for I think for a survival game, I I think it makes it better because well, for one, for a survival game, I mean, you know, you only have a limited amount of content 
but they want you to play like I have 138 hours you know or we have a lot of people have over 100 hours uh so it's like it's, it is like a slow and methodical thing like you know we were, Andy was talking about his adventures in the mountain earlier you know we were going to, like the checklist like everything even like when I'm just going out to like the swamp or whatever like I like beforehand I'll have to spend like like an hour or something like gathering ingredients making like good food so I'm not just you know because the food is crazy like if you eat like uh you know like uh, cooked boar, cooked uh, neck, and some berries, you'll have like 60 health. You know, but if you eat like, you know, the stew, some sausages, and some jam, you'll have like 175 health. You know, yeah, and that compounded like with the, the armor, system. you can take so many more hits. Not even to mention the potions. Cool. But all that stuff takes like, it really does take time to do, you know? And that part is yeah, okay to sure. me. But, uh, and yeah, like, that's just the thing about, like, survival games, some people, and I, I think Valheim's more lenient than most survival games, but it definitely, like, we were talking about the potions, you gotta wait two in-game days, which is, you know, 45 minutes, it's not like a, you know, it's not anything you can just hop on, have fun, and do, it's something you gotta plan for, like, put them in there, and then go to sleep, and then come back the next day and be ready to do it, you know? Preparation is not a problem, in my opinion. It's it's literally just like if the dominant strategy in the game is not to use the armor that I basically have been progressing towards this whole time. You know, like that was the point of. Oh well, not I don't necessarily. Why well, I, I think for exploration because like anything can go wrong, right? Like I don't want to get caught and like especially if I don't know where I'm going, I'm just yeah. going. You know, but, I'm like, saying that the game makes you do that is is like disappointing i don't think it makes like, you yeah it, just, make it encourages just, that as the dominant strategy like so you don't like why stuff i but i don't see any other way around that like why that's like, what i'm why, saying that's what i'm saying yeah I, I don't know i i'm not arguing against the fact that you would do it i think it's a good method i'm just saying like that a game would that well no i mean like i don't know what the game would do to, do to go or like how would the game get around that i, I don't know i, I mean there's there's options in terms of it would need anything. a more lenient I, death mechanic, but then it'd be I, yeah. I feel like it would take I like that's but I don't know. For me, that's what I really like about the games. Like when I go like like uh you know I, I you know I just built this little boathouse uh next to Fight World and there's like a swamp island and you know as we've talked about I've never gone on the ocean before. So yeah, my first voyage I'm like I'm not taking my my best stuff to just go across the water if I well, fucking like turn the boat over. I mean even if even though if I did. I know the grave's going to be there and I can get it, but it's just like saving myself that hassle uh, of even, you know, having to deal with it. I mean, certain games do let you keep, like, say, the stuff on your hotbar, the stuff that you're wearing, that you currently like, have equipped. I wouldn't mind that just because you can get caught. Like, me, you know, me and Andy did get caught in that loop of the chain of graves, like, going back and trying to get it and then getting killed again. And it's like, well, if I don't have my armor, then I can't get my armor so I don't have my armor. It's like a deadly cycle. That's not I a bad idea either. Definitely you see what whole... you're saying, but I think that would take so much away from like the the tenseness of like being out there for a while. Yeah, I don't I, think that's I think, the right I, move I, I necessarily. Just needs, I just get annoyed by it. I think it just needs it. to be like a little... I mean, for my taste, I would just... I'm not saying the game would be better this way, but for my taste, I would like it to be just a little bit more blunted. Like maybe freezing... Like lows your frost resist to like minus a hundred. So like Drakes and shit can still one shot you, but like at least you're not taking constant damage from like twenty five if like you had all your food and shit on you. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean the po but the potions you get six of them when you just make one ingredient list and they last for ten minutes per potion. So I mean that's you know, a full hour you could have just by making one group of them. I I I hear you, and I'm just saying you know I I was dying to figure out, but there is uh not to call anybody out 
there was somebody in our group who was um, somebody's girlfriend, and all right, 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 right. You know, well, uh, oh, let, me, let me just, the potions yeah. take a while to make, and they went quickly. I mean, we were in that spot because we were out of potions, and the guy, the guy who had made twelve potions, had logged off with them on him. So um, well, that's also I will say a, ne a negative of the game. So, but it's also, so I I'm think definitely a, saying there's user error there. Don't get me wrong. Well, no, no, no. I'm more so it's like, um, you know, when you have like a group of people, and this is unavoidable in the game. I guess it's part of the game. It's like when you are trying to prepare like that, it feels like when one person's ready, like one person will be like, all right, I just got to make this real quick, and then they'll spend 15 minutes making it, and then your food wore off, and you're like, all right, well, I got to make my food real quick. And that's just this fucking cycle of waiting for everyone to get ready. That oh, can yeah. be frustrating in the game. I wish there was like a, like some sort of like town ward you could put in. It's like when you're in there, like you're in like a stasis of effects, so like I wouldn't have to keep worrying about my oh, food. Oh, for sure, for sure. But, uh, like I said, still early access, still a way to go. Not perfect, but you know. It's. I mean, it, it, I'm not a survival gamer. Like, what are the survival games I play with you guys? Grounded. And that game, forest, maybe that that I had never played the forest. The grounded is very light on like mechanics. Honestly, you know it's pretty. Uh, as far as those kinds of things go, it's pretty straightforward. And so it's, check for updates more, on that. I ain't been doing for much. sure. Me too. Uh, and you you're in it for the aesthetic, for the exploring, because it's got a really cool setting. Because it's fun to explore with your friends more than anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, well. Uh, and, but Valheim is just that good, good enough. Uh, sorry, I just want to finish. But Valheim is just good enough that, like, as a non-survival gamer, I'm really into it for the mechanics. Um, for the most part, there's just a couple things that, like, I struggle with mostly because I'm not that type of gamer. Like, I'm, you know, I I get, I'm just not a, I'm not just not desensitized to like the dismotivation I have when like I'm deep into the mountains for like 20 minutes and things are going fine. And then all of a sudden I get attacked by like two wolves and a drake at the same time. I die. And it takes like another hour to get my stuff back. You know what I mean? I like that. it just it just wipes you. You know, and after that after I die like two more times after that, like 'cause like there were four people who died or at least or there were three people who died total and like people were dying to get other people's stuff, like it was just a well, yeah, especially you know, the mountain, because you lose your cave. I will say that you lose your cape and then you're like, well, I have nothing to make another cape with. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, another part of it for sure was just bad luck where it was a huge mountain that we had explored for, like I said, like 20, 30 minutes just fine and found nothing. I mean, we found some dragon eggs, but no silver at all. And then, like, right at the very end, like, as people were dying, somebody found, like, one silver vein. Uh, you know, it had a plains do. in the middle of the mountains. <laughs> and it had a plains in the middle of the mountain and on one of the sides of the mountain. So, like, yeah. it was just very bad RNG, too. It was, it was oh, yeah. particularly bad mountain. And our first mountain was surrounded on plains by three sides. So, like, we have not had good mountain experiences so far. You know, you could, um, in the aircraft, look into this. I know Kurt did it for us once or twice. Uh, there are console commands to, like, teleport your, your stuff back to you. Uh, I just. Anyway, we I, did in ground. I, I mean, sometimes it's just bullshit. Know, you want to go to sleep, I know. you know? Yeah, you're you're right. We did in grounded. You're right. I like I would not really the normal I, thing. I, yeah, no, I didn't. Like I didn't even think about that. You die. I, you're like, that. I don't want to do no, this until four a.m. I, I agree. Give me my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that that would be a situation where I I would be totally fine with using console commands. Yeah, I definitely feel you. 
I think it's important to know. I think what Andy's trying to say, I don't want to speak for him, but like that we were both frustrated to an extent with that experience, but that doesn't like, we don't want changes because of that necessarily. We just yeah. like, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys it's just Greg. You know, Sometimes I go on those mountains and I still find him and Kurt's dead bodies up there. <laughs> Seriously, they're just fucking. They don't yeah, have anything on them either. Like yeah, there's, yeah. I will there's say, no, there's nothing the ever mountains, on them. <laughs> the mountains definitely did burn me out quite a bit. It's, all right, that's because you guys went up there with no well, sort yeah. of gear and just built a series of fucking. And me, all right. Of fireplaces. I will say, me and Kurt. We put our heads against that grindstone and we just kept fucking digging, dude. No matter, we got killed. We went right back. We did not stop, dude, until we had all our shit, all our silver. We did all that, and then the whole server rolled back. So it's just all those torches are there. <laughs> we don't have any of that silver. All that silver is still underneath the ground, and we're like, well, cool. Fuck. There's another thing too that I really I can't quantify, but definitely help. I guess me enjoy the game more. Is that like. You know, I I get someone. Yeah, when I go to the mountains, right? You know, I'll see like their stuff, and they'll have like a house there, and I'll just go in there and use their workbench. Like, like I'm standing oh, on the sure. shoulders of giants. You know what I mean? Like, there's just shit all over the place randomly that'll just help me out. Uh, you know, but if are I do you, ever but get aren't you worried over. when you see that that like all the silver's been mined or something like that? Uh, well, you have the wishbone, so like you know, just I mean, uh, you know, well, see, I want the patented around. method of. You know, surviving. Uh, you know, when I went to the mountains, I was by myself. By this time, everyone had like burned out of the game. I was fucking prepared, dude. And I, I'm ready for the wolves. Although I will no, I, I did, I did have one bad experience, and I ended up. <laughs> I had to call my big brother up, and <laughs> he said, "Hey, help me out. Get on. I need my stuff back." And he helped me get my stuff. I back. wish I could call your big brother up whenever I needed him. All right, it's nice. Probably could actually. Yeah, yeah. actually. Yeah. So yeah, just go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm still playing Valheim, and I'm, my opinion totally might evolve. We should move on. Uh, it's been a well, much longer than I thought, but you know, ultimately, I'm I, I'm enjoying the game. I recommend it. It's a fun game. I'll play yeah. more of it, and we'll see how I feel in a week. By week's time, I bet I'll be probably tail end of like the silver equipment at least. I still haven't beaten so, the last boss, so if you want to do that, I'll, I'll do it with you guys. Oh. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm definitely around the point where I should just hang out on the UX, or UX server some more. I need to check it out, build my own footing on there. Yeah. Oh, Especially yeah. if Kurt's just going to keep the server up. I don't know what his plans are with that. Yeah, we're just going to trade off him. who pays for it every month or yeah, something. Yeah, I told him to tell, send me the info and I'll just... I don't get up. I'll fucking keep the server up forever. Okay. Yeah, say so I'll pay for a month too. I mean, I still get on every day. I'm still building Fight World. Yeah, I haven't gotten on in months, <laughs> and I'm still willing to pay for that shit. Yeah, I will also oh, say yeah. last thing. Uh, starting with like eight to ten people in that game probably, uh, you know, immensely helped the experience as well. It's like learning and figure out different mechanics of the game too. You know. That's the thing. Like, uh, you know, I love Eric, but I, I hate that a lot of the game is just Eric telling me what's what the stuff you know all oh, right and, like and, oh yeah and, and, yeah and it can't really be any different you know what i mean because like yeah we both we both want the same thing and it's like sure he could just wait a while for me to struggle to build a boat or he can just tell me like yeah you need this you know what i mean yeah like shit like that and i and i get it i don't i don't resist against it it's just you know it's, it's, it's an experience you can only do once and i and, and i chose to ignore that and that's fine um I get on the, for, the to, his, to his credit eric eric has been very good about like 
you know, he's not overwhelming me with stuff, and, like, he is letting me figure some shit out, so, like, it's not, like, he's not, like, metagaming, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and, you know, there's only five of the nine bosses in, too, so really, you know, we got, you know, more biomes and stuff, so, you know, there's, there's more lot, game there's to learn. There's a more game left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I definitely um, feel that. I do think I'm at the point, though, where I, like, get the game enough that, like, I don't think anything's gonna really surprise me. You know what I mean? Like, I've yeah, reached yeah, that. Yeah, sure. I've reached except for all the traps point. I've laid around. Of course, except for that. But moving on to other things, um, on Flash recommendation, I bought Return of the Oberdin, and I've put in a few hours into it now. I'm liking it a lot so far. Man, y'all ain't overdone with that. No, dude. <laughs> It, 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 so, I'm going to talk about this as a way to make Vito not ever want to play it. No, I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> it's a game that's hard to play in a voice chat um, because it requires you to really focus. Um, yes. think, and like, well, I right. solved the whole thing I'll for you. Never I, play. Play. I don't know why everyone's so obsessed with playing games in voice chat in the first place. I don't I don't think I can I love that. my friends. Yeah, I like my friends. It, it's fun, dude. Yeah, I like it's fun. It's fun. Friends. You're well for certain. A lot, games, of, a lot of time a lot of times you just you know, nobody say anything and then like, you know, John just comments on a thing you just saw and you're like, Yeah, right? That's fun. Although I will say For certain games. You know, after I, I got my speakers I've got my speakers a couple months ago. I I do like just not having my headset on and playing a game with no speakers. And, you know, like, listening to... Or, I mean, playing with no headset, just my speakers. And, you know, oh, I'm doing yeah, that. I, I can't you. be in the Discord, so... You know. That's how it's I nice. like my, uh... <laughs> I can see that. But other than that, yeah, I don't know. I don't really... I don't think there's... I, I, obviously, yeah, I, there's certain things that can be ruined by other people, but, like... I don't know. I've only ever been bothered by you guys. Well, I've been yeah, bothered. I mean, <laughs> Hold on, I've been bothered by you guys, <laughs> but like, uh, not, not, uh, not while playing games and hearing your noise, unless you're chewing. Yeah, I'm just lying. I hear. Yeah, you guys bother me all the time. <laughs> it's like, uh I'm just a big liar. Burp in the mic, bro. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Oberdin's pretty good so far. Uh, John, I, I think you saw me playing a little bit of it, but I think you would like the aesthetic at least. So you're detective on this ship. It's 1800s. You know, it's got. Like a kind of a piratey vibe, but it's not pirates. But you, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I was um, aware of the game. I've, I think I've, I've even watched some reviews on it. So I think I. It's been a while, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I know that stuff you know that the will shit, happen. I, I don't even say anything. Stuff that will happen. So I certainly I didn't get it. But uh, yeah, it's a cool. One. Uh, I'm having fun trying to piece some stuff together. Um, last night I got on for only like 30, 40 minutes. So I spent most of the time just in the notebook, just like playing around with the different features and like see if I can piece some stuff together in the notebook. And I think I put together like four or five different things, but the game didn't tell me any of them were right. So I assume that means <laughs> that I got some of them wrong. Um, if it was so, four or five, then yeah, you need at least three at a time to make it. Right, but the game won't ever tell you they're wrong, right? It'll just tell you if three are right. Yeah. That's okay. correct. Yeah. So I need to go through and figure out, you know, I probably just need to like, look over why I think those things are true and get rid of them if they aren't. Um, that being said, you know, Flash, how, how would you feel about a strategy where I just put guesses in the notebook and then just correct them as I go along? Like, good guesses. I, I you know, I would not impose any 
method upon you you know whatever works for you if it works yes but but it's not like you know more than i do about the notebook so it's not like you can you know give me special information with whatever Uh uh-huh you but like do you think that's like antithetical to like what the game is asking me to do i don't know uh i mean no i i like not really i don't know it's it it doesn't bother me i guess (laughs) Hmm. it feels like I've been really reluctant to put something in unless I'm certain about it, you know. But like, maybe I. Need I mean, to it might co- like... it might confuse things. I guess it could. Yeah. Uh, it could lead you down. Like it could it could muddle things as you gain information that's actually correct. I, I yeah. suppose. Uh, but you know, one thing I, I I guess I didn't expect, and maybe I should have, but like the game is all about that note. Uh huh. There, this the scenes are cool. The scenes are really cool. The visual presentation, the audio presentation is, is really neat. But, like, the real game happens in the notebook. That's one thing I didn't really realize at first, but um, absolutely that's true. Yeah. We'll see if I... Uh, I don't think it's super long. Um, I mean, no. really, the, the game is just figuring out the 60 fates, I think, and then I assume there's a quick wrap-up, but um, we'll see... Uh, See if I get it in about a week or so. Maybe I'll come in the next one. Good luck. That's all I got, I think. Uh, quick quick comment of Fool Us, Pin and Teller. I started watching that again. It's fun. I'm kind of a magic genius. and I know card tricks and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, I figured out how some things are done. I can see a... I can spot a fake blindfold. So you wouldn't be able to go on and say, Fool them, but you would not be fooled because you're a magic genius now. I would be like, I would be like in the third chair, like in okay, between yeah. Penn and Teller. Yeah. You're sitting on their little table that holds their drinks or whatever. Right. Penn and Andy yeah. Teller. Penn and. They're, they're, ag- <laughs> they're, they're actually both talking to me. Uh huh. They're whispering in your ear from either side. <laughs> well, at, well, Penn's talking to me, and I'm translating to Teller through Teller. Oh, tele, okay. Tele, tele, Sorry, one uh, of them doesn't uh, talk, right? Telepathy. Yeah. Well, he Teller does talk. It's just never out loud. So he'll like he'll like whisper things to someone's ear. He's oh, a cool I thought guy. He meant like uh, an internal monologue at first. <laughs> no, that's he cool. thoughts Teller, to Teller, the Teller, Teller is small and doesn't talk. Penn is like big and boisterous and like very verbose. Mm-hmm. That's all I got, though. Vito, what do you have in the last week or so? Uh, what well, video games have you been playing? I magicians. Um, last week, last pod, I told you guys I beat Outer Wilds. And That's that, was the last, that was the last significant thing I did. You know, I, I just needed a, I need a break. I, I started Oberdin. Now you can die. <laughs> yeah. I... I started Oberdin, um, made it 30 minutes in, maybe. I didn't even understand the point of the game. I, I'm not, none of these are negative things. I, I enjoyed what I played, but I didn't even get, like, Andy had to explain to me that the notebook is the game. Because I remember I was talking to you, Flask, and I was saying, this seems like a walking simulator, simulator so yeah, far. Was, like, I'm just, was, I'm witnessing people's deaths, but I'm like, I don't, where's the gameplay mechanic? But like I said, I'm, I'm barely in the game. Um, that that took me a minute to get to video. Like I was getting, like, I was getting like four or five chapters deep, where I was like, "There's a lot of people I saw 
by that point, I was like, okay, so I really need oh, to be shit, more I time in the notebook. Figure stuff out. <laughs> right. So I like put the brakes on. And I just started walking around the ship and spent a lot of time in the notebook looking at things. Yeah, I'm gonna revisit that, but after playing Outer Wilds, I just needed to like decompress, and mm. my my decompressing game has been Mordhau. Um, I don't really have anything novel to say about Mordhau. We all know Mordhau. Um, I just I just really dig it, and uh, well, like bored now. No, it's it's a fun Dude, game. Greg fucking got him. I like Mordell. Yeah, fun game. I, I, I like melee combat. I like medieval combat. I feel like there's always going to be room for a, you know, a multiplayer melee combat game. It's not something that like historically has been done a lot or done well. And uh, yeah, I, I enjoy playing it. We got Chivalry 2 coming out this June on the Epic Game Store. That's a similar game. That's like their their one other medieval melee combat game. And you're gonna transfer completely entirely to that? Nah, I don't know. I mean, look, it's it's <laughs> it's it's on the Epic Game Store for a year uh, exclusively, and I don't like that. So will like you using, be? I I probably won't won't be playing it. Um, but I mean, I don't know. They said they're doing that because basically that deal gave them like the the financials to make the game they, they really wanted to and to, you know, put that money into the game and deliver a better product. I believe that. That's what you know. everyone says. Yeah. I mean, I could believe that, though. I'm, I'm just yep, imagining true. <laughs> fucking <laughs> epics, yeah, walking over with bags of money. Um, so, you know, as a dev, I imagine that's hard to turn down. But, um, yeah, anyway, that's that's really all I've been doing. Uh, Mord Howe. They got a new update coming out soon, a new map. It's like a eastern front map. Um, some new weapons, new skins, and whatnot. So I'm excited for that. That's, that's about it. Oh my god, Vito, you got trolled so hard. What? What? Who trolled me? I just happened to glance over my Xbox Game Pass to see that Nier Automata was added today. Oh, that's all right. I returned it. Oh, okay. Oh, that wasn't your what? bag of tricks. That would have been a that would have been a good troll. Let me double check that I returned that. I'm pretty what's sure. uh What's Vito's history with Nier Automata? Uh, I it was, it a, was game. a game I picked up like a couple weeks ago. I was in between games and I wanted to play a game that would be out of my wheelhouse, and I played the prologue to that, and it just didn't do anything for me, so I returned <laughs> it. Well, it's because you didn't play the, the original Nier first, of course. Also added to the Game Pass recently, Undertale. And Torchlight Oh, wait. 3. John, didn't you play Morrowind on Game Pass? Uh, a tiny bit, like 20 minutes. That's your first time playing that, or? Oh, no. 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 Oh, okay. I've never played and it. And transition Is to that... the news. News, 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 news. What is news? Good news? Uh... Like Vita was alluding to, Bethesda Softworks added a bunch of their games to the Xbox Game Pass. Oh, yeah. I meant to do that. After the acquisition has gone through. We're going to play Morrowind. We should definitely set up a dedicated server. I've done that before. Uh, I have a server for uh, that I mean we play it on. Oh, dude, I want to play the play game as, as God intended. 
Yeah, co-op with your friends. That's Todd's uh, real dream. I was gonna say, Andy, you said Undertale came out recently. It literally is available today. <laughs> Game Pass. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I guess that's recent. Uh, it is recent. It's very recent, actually. Well, uh, I was surprised. Uh, I thought it might have came out yesterday because I thought I saw it was coming out yesterday. Uh, but I also thought I saw that it was only coming out on console. It seems to have oh, this is an article from yesterday. Anyway. I'm sorry. You were you were correct. Right. We got Bethesda games. We also game got pass. EA Play games. We which, got EA Play uh, games. Know, finally, fucking finally, and I don't even give a fuck anymore. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so we were talking about that. Like, about any of this. Like I looked through. These are all uh, cool games, but I don't want to play that. You know. Hey, Star Wars Squadrons. I feel like I we could have fun it. if we all. No, we you all can't play that. It's coming to oh, console. It's on console, it's a console right. only, <laughs> Andy. Go fuck yourself. All right, Go fuck yourself, hang Andy. on a second, though. Hang on a second, though. Octopath Traveler. I never heard Vito's of it. not going to want to play that. Yeah, yeah Vito, that is not a Vito Square game. Square Enix, <laughs> come on. I don't play... Oh, Andy. Although that is... I actually will play that one. That, that, that sounds fun. It's still 60 uh, guys, bucks on Steam. I ain't paying that That's shit. fine. You Dude, John, John you're going to be able to save 10% on today, actually. Today. You can save 10% on the Outer Worlds murder on Eratinos DLC. <laughs> yeah, all right. Didn't that game like break last time you played it? Yeah. Just wouldn't... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to finish, and I just all all willingness drained out of me to play it. I don't even want to talk about a game. You think that DLC is twenty bucks? Actually, it's eighteen. Oh, whatever, man. Didn't put me in a bad mood. The game's fifty percent off right now on Steam. By the way. Just to uh, clarify on a topic we've discussed previously on the podcast, uh, I mean, now that we're talking about these Bethesda games finally, you know, arriving on Game Pass, uh, those, the like the Elder Scrolls games, those are going to have mod support, apparently. Oh, they are. So, so yeah. how, how's that, how, how is that going to work? Like, yeah. I, uh, I don't know, but they've, they've said that it's going to. So I'm not sure exactly. So somehow it's going to reach out to the Steam? That's nuts. If <laughs> I don't know. Oh, hold on. I don't on. know. Unless it's going to like reach out directly to the Nexus or something. The uh, Nexus. Vito, you you wanted to play Prey, right? Or we told you to play that? Yes, we did tell him to I, play that. But I do own it. I own it already. Oh. Absolutely a video game. That's a good one. It is. A certified good one. A big good one. Agreed. You want a thumb scale? Two of them up. Yeah, I'd say so. What do we got next, friends? Looks like... Uh, oh, okay. We reported on this a uh, couple weeks ago. Maybe last week, even. Uh, but you guys remember that whole debacle that this uh, blogger thought that he'd found out some secret to lowering the load times on GTA Online? Yes, I do. Turns out he was right. And uh, Rockstar thanked Boop. him, gave him $10,000, and have uh, implemented the Fix in a patch and has reduced the load times by several minutes for some players. That's awesome, dude. He'll be able to buy like uh, what, like five gold bars with that. And this <laughs> game was released in 2000. Well, actually, they banned his account for hacking, but then on his new account, <laughs> right, though. Yeah. 2013. 
Yeah, the load times in GTA 5 and GTA Online in particular are just horrendous. Awful. Yeah. So insane. many minutes wasted. So, <laughs> now in 2021, some they guy have it. Okay, yeah, official update, update coming. All right. And the official patch is, is live now. Yeah. And, no, so yeah, people are no, reporting I, that it's improved. The, yeah, people were talking about a dramatic improvement. We got Fall Guys season four coming. John, I bet you can speak to this one better than me. We got well, space. I think looks like we got space coming. Well, space. It, it's like yeah. It's well, it, it's, it's, like, it's, it looks like more like the future, right? They're calling it uh, four thousand oh, yeah, and four, whatever. Like season four. Yeah. Well, Sci- the, sci-fi the, is a better way to put it. The the little fall guy he falls into the pink stuff and then he gets put yeah that's in another a thing we talk sleep, about what do you guys what's uh, up with the goo yeah he either time gets conduit to, either he gets put to sleep or he gets moved in time and then there's mm-hmm. there's te- there's these tentacles and it was a, what was that creature yeah what's up with that we're getting some fall guy serious lore some serious freaky lore um but yeah the, the stages look look cool and I mean it's, yeah, it's not gameplay footage but right the, Trailer looks super. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah, there's, it looks like there's some hints of uh, some like you know, moving conveyor belt kind of thing, some like floating lasers, Euro G platforms. Did you guys see that new oddball one? It looks like you you carry the ball, and you're like on like a hexagon like grid, and as you run over the tiles, it turns your team's color. And oh, that's uh, interesting. You have to get you have to get a certain number of tiles your team's color. Or carrying the ball, I think that's pretty. Cool. Oh, that's that is hmm. pretty cool. Actually, yeah. I mean, you know, in season three, they just have the whole, the, you know, the plane, just uh, you know, hold the penguin as long as you can, and then whatever team has the highest number at the end wins. But right, yeah, it's like a little extra to it. Uh, wait, wait, we talked about it, but uh, there's supposed to be, I think, seven all new levels, and then you know, I'm sure they're gonna throw in a bunch of remakes and remixes of the old ones. So, uh, I mean, I'm excited, but it comes out on the 22nd, I think, right? And make that up? Yeah, soon. Yeah. March 22nd. Or next week. Yeah, I think it's going to be cool. And then they got some sort of Among Us thing going on, which uh, one cooler's going to have to talk about. <laughs> really Among Us! I think Dude. all we know is there's Among Us skins, but there's they've been teasing that there may be something interesting about the Among Us skins, maybe... Maybe speculation, some sort of gameplay mechanic or something involved with the skins. No, that would that would have to be like you you press a button and you can swap to like imposter or something like that. Yeah, it Pretty can't neat. be anything that really fucks with the game, I imagine. Cool. All right, uh, Flask. Oh, seems like you've tagged this one for you. Or you handle it. Sure. Actually, before I get to that, I just looked it up, and um, apparently the way the modding is going to work in Game Pass is they have a toggle function for enabling mods through the Game Pass, and once you toggle it, uh, then then it allows you to affect your like your game, uh, your files, and certain mods will be usable, certain other ones won't be. It depends on like what the 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 root of the mod is, um, hmm, but because there's there's certain mods for. For Skyrim that I I need, <laughs> right, uh, right. Certain yeah, I ones. I agree. Have they, have they said anything about those mods? I'm gonna yeah. need those ones to like work. The, like the most popular mods, <laughs> the the mods everybody uses. Yes, the ones with the yeah. most downloads. Right, those are gonna be supported, <laughs> right? Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure oh, Xbox God. is right. pleased to announce 
Yeah, so I'm thinking about playing Skyrim again. Thanks, Major Nelson. <laughs> and Can you imagine playing Skyrim with that shit? No, no. <laughs> you would it's it's anywho. Uh Frictional Games announced that uh Soma has sold over one million copies by this point. And I just wanted to um Actually the the announcement was mostly about Amnesia Rebirth, uh, which is their latest game. But I haven't felt the need to play that and it wasn't received particularly well. But I just wanted to have an excuse. You played it? I played a bit of it. I was very bored and I stopped. Okay. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, But I I wanted to use this as an excuse to gush about Soma for a minute. Because I I desperately want more games like it. Um, I'm, I'm very pleased that it sold over 1 million copies. But I don't even want sequels. I just want... Uh, I'll take another season. Penumbra game, please. Well, <laughs> sure. Penumbra's okay. Really? I like Penumbra way more than Soma. That's, that's, that's an opinion that's okay to have. That's fine. Um, But I, I don't even want a sequel to Soma. Like, I don't want a sequel to Soma. But more games that just explore like complex sci-fi themes and are just very tightly written like that one was. I, I haven't played to it me, Soma should. is Frictional's masterpiece. What'd you, what'd you say, Andy? I haven't played that. I probably should. So, Oh, yeah, Soma's just, great. I would definitely recommend it to you. the same thing. Yeah. Um, Soma's pretty good. I do agree with that. If you've read sci-fi novels and you want the closest thing gaming has to a sci-fi novel, it might be Soma. I've played Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it seems many people tend to agree that Soma is it's really great. Uh, and I'm glad about that, too. Hopefully it can inspire more uh, more from people, like this developer in the future. Although I think I read that the, the like the main writer of Soma has left the company at this point. So, yeah, I don't know. Yikes. But hopefully the game itself just inspires more like it. That's all I can hope. Sure. All right, cool. Good for Soma. Good for Frictional Games. And what's good for all gamers, I'll tell you what. Uh, Super Bomberman R Online, which was Stadia's best original game that could only exist on Stadia, is now coming to other platforms as free-to-play and with crossplay. I've heard this meme a bunch now because of this story, but what were they like in... What... What were they insinuating makes this only <clears throat> possible on, on Stadia? Obviously. Yeah, just the tech, bro. The tech. Stadia tech. It was so advanced. It was just, they could not be comprehended on other, on, on other systems or console. Huh. Honestly, I we I don't think we have any idea what they were saying. Right, what they were talking about. Just some rep special. We, just, we, we just know the one offline that, like, this this guy once told me this. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this is a Battle Royale Bomberman game. I did not know about this game. I um, mean, lines up, right? You know? I think it has a Battle Royale mode. I don't think it's just a Battle Royale, is it? I think it, it has a Battle Royale mode. It has, uh, I think, other modes. Well. You think it's going to be like a Tetris 99 thing where it's like... Gonna show a bunch of boxes, Bomberman people 99? playing Bomberman mode, and then Holy the person who wins goes into a new box until it's. Oh, you can't cool. you, 
be actually pretty insane to put what you know, sixty people in there, or whatever the or a no, hundred no, people. That's, like, that's that from what you're saying. That's like exactly what it is. I think oh. I, nobody Bomberman fans don't get mad at me because I only read a brief article. But basically, yeah, there's multiple like Bomberman rooms. There's like sixteen like eight, or something eight like man that. Ribs. Oh yeah. yeah, I pretty much made the. I never played Bomberman, so I didn't have any interest in this story. Nah, me neither. Yeah, but I thought uh, the whole. Oh, we, but I mean, we, I pretty much made the game for him. Becoming so. free to play. Oh, I think uh, Bomberman would be a fun game. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not hating. I just didn't own many Nintendo. I owned like the handheld. I didn't own really the, uh, the main systems. I had an NES. That was it. Until the Wii. I smell you. Yeah. yeah. This is just a funny last uh, nail in the Stadia coffin. Very, very humorous. Yeah, did doo doo Stadia. Yeah, big doo doo. Square Enix's first scheduled direct is airing tomorrow, and it's going to feature, among other things, the next Life is Strange game. I wonder so if there's some Final Fantasy stuff there, like fourteen or. Whatever that other shit is, seven. Well, I think there's going to be a lot of talk about the Final Fantasy of... seven properties. Yeah, but what else? Oh, yeah. Did they show a list? There's a well, list of a games list. that they're going to go into, but I don't know if that's comprehensive. I just want someone else to say it. Uh, world premiere, Life is Strange, also featuring Outriders, Marvel's Avengers. They don't use that, actually. Tomb Raider, 25th anniversary, new Square Enix Montreal games. Just Cause Mobile and Balan oh, Underworld. Fuck yeah. What, is that going to be a uh, new Assassin's Creed? Is that what we're thinking? Or is it going to be a new game? Oh, Dude, I'll a new be... Square Enix Montreal game? Yeah. <sighs> what, if, what if Mob Square Enix Montreal, what have they done the past? I think they're the Assassin's Creed people. I don't think it's going to be, a new... right? think it's gonna be Assassin's no Creed, right? Oh, wait a minute, I'm an For idiot. Me. That's Ubisoft. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I was led yeah. on your stupid little path there. Um, Got him. You guys are all idiots. Hey, do you think all they're right. going to take over oh, Assassin's Creed? You know, I saw the, Mon- <laughs> I saw the Montreal, Enix? and that made me think of Ubisoft Square Montreal. Square Enix Montreal has made, apparently, Lara Croft like make, go, yeah, mobile Deus Ex go, like. and Hitman oh, Sniper. Right. These are all, these are all mobile, oh, mobile phone okay. games. You know what's Never mind. Dude, Tomb Raider 25th anniversary, though? I'm down with that. The last three, the new, like, uh, what is it? The Tomb Raider uh, Resurrection or whatever the hell they're doing with it. Where they uh, basically remade her and, like, made three games. Like, the Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. They're pretty good. They're really, I, I enjoy them quite a bit. The new and, uh, Tomb Raider games, you're saying? Yeah. Okay. What's the 25th anniversary thing? That's, I'm guessing it's, because this is the 25th anniversary, I'm guessing they're going to maybe announce a new game. Okay, you just think they might be in my Yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping for, at least. Okay. Uh, so, we had some information to leak about some of this earlier. Um, oh, shit. Oh, I really remember it's Life is Strange 3 stuff. It'll be interesting to see if it holds true. The That Life is Strange 3 is going to be made by uh, the developers who made Before the Storm. And that it flash deck correct nine. me if I'm wrong, deck nine, and it's going to be, uh, it's going to feature a person who has uh, telepathy, right? Ability to read minds. Yes, that is what the rumors say. And that, that, that. what is it? It's like people are represented by like colors or thoughts or something about colors. <laughs> I already mm. forget. But yes, telepathy. I guess we'll see tomorrow. Called an it aura, bro. Cool. And right now, yours ain't looking good. It sounds almost like empathy. You know what I mean? Like yes. empath. Uh, yes. I see. 
It sounds like it could be cool from, from that what that room yeah. says. Yeah, seeing an empath, that would be cool. That would be a good setting for that game. It would at least give like a new dimension to gameplay, which 2 did not have. Yeah, 2, two was uh, actually retrograde, or not retrograde, <laughs> but you know what I mean. 2 actually retroactively, it, it yes. went back in time. Step backwards, yes. All right, I'm excited for this one, fellas. Disco Elysium, the final cut, is releasing March 30th. Hey, so it's over a million lines, and we're <gasps> a million words. Sorry, in this game that uh, have been voiced. Uh, some there's an interview, there's a trailer, and there was an interview kind of attached to this. A pretty extensive interview, actually. If you're a fan of the game, you should definitely check it out from IGN. Uh, kind of goes through. Uh, some of you know, the challenges with adopting the voice, but had some cool tidbits. Like I liked. Uh, apparently, the game was written for voice acting for the start, so the script is almost entirely unchanged. Um, yeah, it's like colorful things like rather that. than prose. Right, right. Um, I really liked the bit about how they the biggest difficulty was finding a narrator who to narrate all your different skills. And the way they rationalized that was that all the skills reside in the same part of your character's brain, the posterior neocortex, um, because that's where they say at least modern science says consciousness lies. Um, so the skills should all share I'll the voice them. of the posterior neocortex, and go goes to the further detail that like the other parts of the brain, the ancient reptilian brain, the limbic system, the spinal cord, all have different voices because they're all different parts of your brain. Right, so that those ones are going to retain their voices from the original version, right. which I, I appreciate. Sounds like a uh, great reason to play, I think, what has <clears throat> become my yep. favorite game. I will finally play it and beat it, I, I, I promise. Well, it doesn't matter now, because it's going to be the voice Excuse version. Me? So. Yeah, no, it doesn't count now. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you didn't play the original version. I think version. they... They revoiced Kuno. You won't get any points. No way. I don't. Yeah. I'm not sh- sure about that because they. S- I'm not sure actually. For maybe maybe not, but they did revoice a lot of uh, characters. I think. I think. They, I think actually they oh. did revoice Kuno. Oh man. Yeah, because you know the, some the, char- a lot of characters they get voiced for like the first couple things they say, right, and then it goes into text. Well, now they had to find actors right? for the most. Yeah, and, and that, that wording about Kuno seemed ambiguous. To everything. Me. Then Liverpudlian Scout comes in and absolutely tears it up as Kuno. Dude, all I gotta say is fuck Kuno. Um, It does say that Kim Kim Kitsuragi and Everett Claire are remaining the same, which is great. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I don't think (laughs) you would want that. I don't think they they could they can change Kim at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kim good. Or or I just hope. I just hope none of my my beloved voices were changed, were replaced by shit. I didn't really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I thought the I thought the voices overall were pretty pretty decent. What there was of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they did say they had to change some voices because they uh, some characters went through a, a wide range of emotion, and I guess they probably went cheap for the you know introductory bit where you just say a few lines, but. Mm-hmm. They really need to go pro for like the the characters with like uh, a lot more to say or go through a lot more. Yeah, 
I suppose that makes sense. The last paragraph raises a, a thoughtful point, which is um, that the existing version of the game is mostly like an author communicating to a reader, you know? Because um, it's mm-hmm. mostly you're reading the stuff. And I wonder how different it's going to feel. Because I think you and I, Andy, have both said in the past that uh, we feel most connected emotionally with written word, you know, with books and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, as it allows our imaginations to uh, relate to that content naturally. So maybe that'll be a different experience, you know, with, with I, I, voice acting. Know, it I, I it guess might we'll be. See. It probably will be. I guess I'm optimistic because I know from reading this that this uh, was the the intended vision. You know, mm-hmm. this was the original vision from the start. So Yeah, this is nice to hear. Um. I'm fine with them completing their artistic vision when I'm very much into the game otherwise. Or I'm not saying you're not fine with it, but I guess I'm saying uh, I'm more optimistic than than not. I think it'll I think it will be a different experience. I think it'll still be great and hopefully adds great. And there's no indication that this is going to overwrite the original version anywhere, right? They haven't They said they said explicitly ninety nine percent of the script is the same. I think there's no, no, no. probably a little bit. Oh, sorry. What were you saying? So, no, sorry. I I meant like on game stores and fronts, digital storefronts and stuff like that. Like, it's not going to be the default from now on. It's going to uh, be well, uh, there's two versions available, right? I think that is unclear. Um, yeah, I, I haven't seen anything saying one way or the other. Well, on console, it will be the only version, because the game is never released on console. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I think it remains remains unclear whether it will be a free optional update to all players of Disco Elysium. Um, I imagine not, because there's things like new quests and stuff, so that wouldn't gel with like people's current saves and all that, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it probably will exist as a separate download, but I, I really don't know. I just hope they don't erase the version of the... It's like it's a version of the game that came out and was heavily, heavily uh, praised, you know, and it won all types of awards and everything. It's the version of the game that's existed to this point. I get you. Um, For the for the voice acting stuff, though, I really think that what's coming is still the same game. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's. uh, I don't think it. I I don't think it will be a drastically different experience. If, but no matter what the quality of it is, I'm just saying I really don't want it to erase the game that's existed at this point. I don't. I don't think that's necessary for that to happen. You know, I don't think yeah. any product that has existed already should be erased in favor of an updated product. I think that's fair. That's all. I think it's fair. Hey Vito, hey. what the fuck is a Marauder? The you Marauder know, like from, from Doom, Doom Eternal. Eternal. Dude, yes. What is the Marauder, dude? Tell me, please. Okay. okay, so for you non-Doom uh, Eternal Doom fans, Marauder is, I guess what you call like a, a mini boss in Doom Eternal, and uh, What's players. That? What is a mini boss? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's like a, he's like a, he's a. <laughs> 
It's <laughs> like a really tiny ball. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll explain it. Yeah, he's, I'll explain it. He's a uh, he's a big bad, and he's like your you know your nemesis in the game, and he keeps showing up. Um, but he's not like uh, maybe the first time you fight him, he's like. I, I mean, I still wouldn't consider it like a boss fight, but that's the most uh, like a boss fight it will be. And then after that, he's just kind of like a normal enemy. But you know, when he when he shows up, uh, you kind of gotta drop everything and and focus on him. Um, and it's because of how he makes you fight him, basically. So players, some players really don't like this guy. I'm not one of those players. Uh, I guess, you know, a lot of the enemies in Doom, you could just kind of shoot with any gun and it will kill him. This guy, he, so you can't just shoot him. He's got like a shield that's up um, and you have to stay within a specific range of this guy. So you can't stand too far back because he will send this like a uh, spectral hound that will attack you. Okay. And yeah, you can't. Spectral Hound. And then if you stand too close, he uh, is just uh, barbaric. He'll just like start hitting you with, I think he's got like an axe or something like that. So you got to stand and like, you got to keep him in this middle range. And he's also a very mobile enemy. Um, and then basically he will do this, uh, he'll like flash green, he'll do this axe swing at you. And then you can attack him and you could get like, one hit in if you're a better player you get two hits in if you're a really good player you get like three hits in um and you got to do that a couple times and people don't like this character because he makes you play different and i guess hmm. um that upset a lot of doom players and i don't really get it i think he's an interesting a really interesting enemy i mean first off he looks badass he's a he, he's got a cool little backstory i guess but um I don't know. He's a creative enemy. I like that he forces you to play different. When he spawns in, you know, you either have to clear the battlefield to fight him because he really requires your full attention or, you know, just kind of ignore everybody else and fight him. But, you know, that that's not going to work out so well sometimes. Um, but, yeah, a lot of players don't like this guy. And I guess this news article that we're talking about today is just that uh, one of the directors of Doom <laughs> saying... No, he's a he's good actually, um, <laughs> and he's saying that he steers you into the fun zone uh, because Doom is not a mindless shooter, as I think some people think. It's a smart, uh, I mean, maybe you could say twitch-based like strategy game. And when this guy shows up, you have to fall into, you know. Uh, that that loop that they want you to be in and you have to clear the battlefield quick so that you could focus this guy down um and some yeah, people yeah. that's like the biggest criticism i think of doom eternal for some people is that they feel that the game kind of shoehorns you into playing their way and you know i i disagree with that i think there's plenty of creativity in a game that's about shooting demons um and i think the gameplay loop is fun Oh my god, my neighbor's screaming right now. I think he's playing Apex or something. <laughs> Let me you ask you this, Vito. Did you play the Doom Eternal DLC Ancient Gods Part 1? Yeah. Well, are you ready to play Part 2 tomorrow? <gasps> are you serious? I didn't yeah. even know that, dude. Oh, that was in yeah. that was in the uh, the things that are being released, yeah. 
does come out tomorrow. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. The second and final campaign DLC. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, the first one was cool. Uh, just a fun location and uh, more Doom Eternal. I love Doom Eternal. That was one of my favorite games of, of uh, last year. I call it Boomer Eternal. That's enough. Hey, I guys. Call it that. Yeah. Wait, yeah, oh, what, I will. What Hugo Merton was saying, by the way, like you were describing it, Vito, but I think it can be best summed up in this one paragraph, which is that the fun zone that was previously said is to him is prioritizing enemy targets quickly and that the Marauder forces you to speed up that process. So it's like a tense, it, it raises the tension of the. the yeah, regular he loop. spawns in, things get very, very tense. And all of a sudden, I mean, it's a game, exactly. It's a game about prioritizing enemies. Um, but you better do that real fucking good when this guy shows up. Right. I don't get, says, I, don't, I um, never understood. Since this game came out, this has been a divisive thing amongst <laughs> uh, Doom fans. Like, some people fucking hate this guy. And I don't get it. He's not, honestly, he's not even like hard once you've learned how to fight him it's like very easy i guess the most annoying thing is when there's other enemies on the on the field and that's what we're talking about here and that's um, Vito saying that folks so come on yeah i like games like this i like fast <laughs> i'm like john fucking hates games like this i love games like this like fast reflex based just what john mr mr binding of like, isaac hates i like him not in a 3d setting he i like, yeah, I like him I like them two D or overhead. I like, like violence. I made that. Well, it's funny you say that. The, the, loves there's an aspect that's so like divisive. Violence, but he also class? states he also states in this article that Doom Eternal's completion rate percentages are apparently much higher than 2016. Right? Yeah, I saw that too. And I would love to see like what the actual numbers are. I don't know if you can somewhere. Um, but yeah, I believe that because Doom 2016, which was a great game. Uh, Took me a while to beat because I didn't really have the drive I did when I played Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal is just like, just a perfect game in my opinion. And Marauder what I've heard included. Is that, that the loop just keeps you going, going and going. Yeah, it's just they honed the, that so. loop in. I mean, uh, you know, I, I was talking, I think it was a couple weeks ago where uh, some gaming journalist was talking about how they just they didn't like that once you're not in that gameplay loop it just feels bad basically but i call that incentive i mean right isn't that good when uh you have a great gameplay loop and you're when you're not in that loop when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing it maybe doesn't feel as good that's just uh i think that incentive should exist it should feel good when you're when you're playing the game the way it's supposed to be played and you know i, I sure yeah Anyway, we don't have to continue on this, but Marauder, good. <laughs> what else we got? Mr. Burton agrees. All right, we got 10 games coming to the PlayStation for free. Uh, I guess if uh, you're part... Uh, it's the Play at Home content drop. Okay, so yeah, I guess this is totally free. I was just checking, double-checking you don't need PSN. Yeah. Right. So we, we got Abzu. We got Enter the Gungeon. We got Res Infinite. We got Subnautica. We got The Witness. And then we got a couple of free PlayStation VR games, including Astrobot Rescue Mission, Moss, Thumper, 
and Paper Beast. Dude, Thumpers in VR? Apparently. Like, <laughs> yeah. Imagine that game in VR would be terrible. Oh my god, yeah. Good lord. Cool. I mean, yeah, there's some cool stuff in here. And also uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, complete edition. Oh, really? Is that on the list? Yeah, that's the 10th one. I mean, I haven't played all these games, but I'm just, oh. I mean, these are the ones that I have. These are all, these are solid as hell. Yeah, some good games on here. Behind, uh, they're, just, they're just releasing them for free this spring. It's like, cool. Yeah. Behind Into the Gungeon, or Behind Binding of Isaac and the Ancient Gungeon is probably my favorite uh, roguelite. Uh, you guys never shut up about Synodica. It's good. I liked what I played of uh, Enter the Gungeon. I think all I played was Oh, Enter the Gungeon is real good. Yeah, it's totally different. Here, What's that? Anybody here played The Witness? I've always heard I good things. I want to kind of play it. It's like a puzzle game, though. Right. Yeah. It's it's uh, not really my thing. Uh, Enter the Gungeon. Yeah, Enter the Gungeon's got a badass jam, too. Definitely. Uh, I've never played Moss, but you know I like uh, I like Mouse with Sword. Yeah, Grass. Uh, Thumper's on. badass. I, I like I said, I couldn't imagine playing that in VR, dude. That would actually be fucking. I kind of want to do. Is it only a PlayStation VR? That kind of is a bummer. Yeah, it's only PlayStation VR. Man. Uh, Rise of Zero Dawn was a uh, wait, was but uh, Thumper's on Thumper's point. on Game Pass. Horizon Zero Dawn's on, uh, it came to PC. Um, I know, I know, but weren't there, like, problems with it? I was about to say, there was a lot of problems with the game. Right. I didn't even want to deal with that. I just wanted, I I gave it a shot at one point, I stopped. I wanted to try it again on this original console, just give it another shot, but now that it's coming (laughs) to this, I'm excited for that. Correct myself, Thumper is no longer on Game Pass for free. Ooh. Got him. I, too, tried Horizon Zero Dawn on the PlayStation, and I couldn't get into it. And we talked about this in the past before. Yeah, I'm gonna give it another shot. I'm gonna give it another shot in April, in April after April 19th. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so we got a Zack Snyder's Justice League was released. The infamous <laughs> Snyder cut. That everybody's yeah. been talking about the four-hour uh, four, long one. Four-hour cut of Justice League. Jesus. Now. So, you know, I did a little bit of research here. So, if you compare uh, Rotten Tomatoes, the Rotten Tomatoes of the 2017 Justice League is 40%. Rotten Tomatoes of Snyder Cut is currently at 77%. Surprising. Um, <laughs> I see. Uh, yeah, so wait, what is see. this? Is this like, because I'm looking at, you know, it's been in Google. It does say initial release date is March 18th. Do they just, like, release this like a... Like a group of people? Oh, or are yeah, you only talking re- about the critic uh, Ron Tomato? Uh, yeah, I'm talking about critics. Reviews, oh, okay. So okay. I guess this will release to critics. Okay, so yeah, you're right. You're right about that. So it's not out for people we're yet. We're staying up till midnight to watch tomorrow. it? Oh, dude, we are watching it tomorrow. Once Knoxville gets on, everybody's ready for... <laughs> oh, God. Um, we're gonna start a hell yeah, no, four-hour snatter <laughs> At 5 a.m. 5 a.m. we're going to bed. Alright, yeah. But anyway, um, well, this quick review here, this thing of Rotten Tomatoes says, Justice League first reviews, the bigger, better, clearer version we should have gotten. Critics say the Snyder Cut is a significant improvement over its theatrical predecessor with smarter storytelling, more compelling characters, and a better grasp of what it's trying to accomplish. 
And then I pop on over to CNET, and I see uh, Snyder Justice Cut League Review. Still a mess, now a million years long. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, or the well, EW. I believe. Uh, yeah, I, I read Zack uh, Snyder's Justice League is just as bad and twice as long. I think I'll just believe uh, whatever I heard God. last. Somebody tell me something else. The Deathstroke thing. <laughs> I was going to say, we got some fun stories here, Flash. Do you, you mind can, if I. Go with the, yeah, go ahead. You, you got the Deathstroke thing. So. In this movie, apparently Deathstroke has an emblem on the grip of his sword, and fans were like, oh man, the little details. They included a, Ra- a Ra's al Ghul symbol on Deathstroke's sword because of the League of Assassins connection. Like, oh, what a d- you know, detail in costuming. But then another person was like, actually, <laughs> that ain't Ra's al Ghul's symbol. That's a, uh, a GD Halo multiplayer <laughs> emblem. <laughs> <laughs> and indeed, the the bungee artist who was responsible for those emblem designs confirmed it was his design from long ago. Oh no! Uh, the prevailing theory for how this happened, how a Halo emblem from the Halo multiplayer ended up on Deathstroke's sword in Justice League, is that uh, someone doing the costuming or weapon design did a Google image search for Rachel Ghoul logo. And this emblem was the first result. Uh, the reason for that being, it seems to be, a fan fiction writer who used that emblem from Halo for their own project on a comic crossover wiki. And that author also <laughs> contributes to the Halo wiki. So <laughs> it all comes together. That is unbelievable. <laughs> It's a, it's it's lovely. It's a, just a wow. lovely little nugget. Changed the whole movie. That, that guy. That guy's writing the fan fiction high on cloud fucking nine right now, dude. It's like, yeah, yeah they recognize me. They kind of took it from my fanfic. When you look at the first result on Google and that's it, and you just, you report to your boss. Google would not lie to you, Vito. They wouldn't do it. I don't think they can. Um, then CNET put put out this uh warning for people, I guess, ahead of its release, uh, the Snyder Cut's going to look weird on your TV because the Snyder Cut um, aspect ratio is 1.33 to 1 uh, because Zack Snyder felt that the... Uh, Didn't they uh, say the they ideal, do that? The ideal experience was the IMAX experience for this movie. Um, I heard... Perfect for a movie that's going to be releasing during the pandemic on a streaming <laughs> service. Now, I heard that they were they did that to also make the movie look like old or something like that they said or i saw something on twitter about that i don't know how true that is but uh people were kind of taking like oh okay that makes sense i was what i in i read the the roger ebert review and which was which uh spoke highly of the movie and uh I think in that review, they were talking about how that aspect ratio, they thought it was purposeful to make it look old. Hmm. So I don't know if they were just reading too much into it. or The IMAX thing seems more likely because of its stupidity. (laughs) I mean, also, yeah, that that 100%. I mean, I thought he said something. I thought I was picking it up from a quote. I could be wrong. Let me see. I thought I read something. I thought I read, like, both somewhere. You just got to break something down for me. I'm not a movie person, all right? 
Roger Ebert is dead, right? Yes. So, just like you use yeah. his name to review films, or they say well, like he, he no, it's like so, his company. It's like yeah, he had a website going site. when he was still reviewing movies for like decades. He but, named it after himself. Oh, yes, because he was a famous reviewer. So he uh, had his website named after himself, and it wasn't just him reviewing movies on there. But after his death, it continued without him because it was a it was you know an in motion <laughs> reviewing organism entity whatever. Did you guys name something after yourself? If you made or discovered something? Yes, a hundred percent. I absolutely. Yeah. I'm a fucking dude. I'm a narcissist. I would a hundred percent do that. Yeah, it same. seems uh, gross. Five. You better hope I don't find a frog species or <laughs> frog species. That's because that's, that's gonna be the first Italian frog. I tell you what. <laughs> Yo, what's with all these veto frogs hey. in my pond? You could call it literally. Oh, I mean, actually, I don't know, there might be rules. I don't know, but in my mind, you could call it literally anything. And you're gonna call it your name, God. you know, like Italian frogs. The idea you of call it Italian Maximus, wanna... right? But you're gonna call it veto. You're great. So you want to run to my keyboard. Yeah, but how and... will let people know that I found it? If who cares? Nobody else. cares. Just makes me want to run on my keyboard and write an email, complaining, criticizing. Hey, I'll tell podcast. you what. I'll tell you what. You name an animal, and then I'll tell you. I don't care who discovered it. Go ahead. Any uh, animal. I'll do it. Mo- monkey. I don't care. <laughs> Platypus. <laughs> Platypus. I do not care. Fuck. That's now. I don't think damn. those are animals that got named. Those were like just like you didn't discover the monkey. Like they were, they were there. The you monkey know? discovered you. Uh, well, I mean, somebody had to. Have, the first person nah, had to have seen it. Was it was probably like it, as a society, just they had a word for monkey. That was it. But like one person had to have seen it first. It's not like you know. Wait, John. Hold on. Horse, though. Dude, I don't even give a fuck. All right, here's How the thing, Vito. Not- you know what I'm saying? Here's the thing, Vito. Think about, like, North America. Were there, mon- were there monkeys in North America before those colonies? No, no, no. But I'm saying where there were monkeys. <laughs> you know. But what But what about where there weren't? But their name for monkey was, was around before those people were around. You smell me? Almost. No. Did you I know don't. monkeys were named because it was originally moon key and they thought that monkeys were the key to unlocking the moon? All right, but right, that's but cool. No, but but now imagine they were called like veto keys or something no, like that. No, would, no one would do that. All right. But veto the first monkeys. person had to have seen the monkeys and then they weren't like, oh, we have a word for this. They were like, I'm the first Vito's. person oh, to Vito's. see this creature. Those are running around. They throw poop at you. Little yeah, that's you know what that does Vito's. sound like a veto. <laughs> you got me on this one. I'm just saying, I you know, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't name the podcast after myself. That's all I'm saying. You know what though? But your name's John. You have a very common name. Oh, it's a, 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 before you say one, before you take one half step further, <laughs> it's a biblical name belonging to Jesus' fucking cousin. All right. Uh, if you want to mess with that, go ahead. Also, his Long cousin John's huh? his cousin. Yeah, his cousin. Send your His cousin. That guy's, favorite that guy's biblical names to brokencampfire@gmail.com. Send your comments about John's name to brokencampfire@gmail.com. To brokencampfire@gmail.com. I'm saying also, they didn't write a book about Jesus' cousin. You know, he's it, he's certainly in the books. 
name's John yeah. the Baptist. Maybe you heard of him. As, as long healer. underwear. You may have heard of it. Long John. You know, he baptized the fuck out of folks. Okay, here's a relevant Jacob? question that you can he, write he, in. Jacob and his ladder. And uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. party with David's Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> he, here's a relevant thing that you can write in about, folks. You can write in to tell us what video games do you think would be better if they had the cre- the main creator's name in front of it, like uh, Alice Mc- or uh, Jesus American Tom McKees, Clancy's Alice, Rainbow Six, or Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, something like that. Boom, motherfucker! What game do you think would be better if it had its primary creator's None name in front of it? Todd you Howard's know. The Elder Scrolls. <laughs> Todd, <laughs> yeah. Todd, Todd, Todd Howard's Skyrim. Yeah, what's up with people doing that? Too? Like, just fuck off. Dude, I would do a hundred. What would you do if it was like uh, Ted's Valheim or something like that? I don't know who the fuck made oh, yeah. Valheim. <laughs> Frank's Valheim? Yeah, Frank. <laughs> well, they're, they're, the company's like, uh, they're the Vikings themselves, right? They're like Nordic, right? They're literal Vikings. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so. Well, I mean, that's how you get like a nonsense name like PUBG, which is Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. <laughs> that's true. I'm a big fan like, of Derek Use Spelunky, if you don't mind me saying myself. Oh, yeah. Derek Use Spelunky 2? Yes. Yeah, Derek U and Spelunky 2. Don't even get me started on bands. Oh, my goodness. Vans? No, bands, you know. You oh, like bands. Rock bands. You like, you See, know, now that, I think yeah. that's a little like fucked up because there's other people in there's the band. other people in the band. Well, yeah. yeah. You people. may have heard, well, you may have heard of a pretty popular band. You know, and the, the boys? Day. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Dude, fuck Marky Mark. Yeah, but like, whatever happened to it's you know, a Funky Bunch, they didn't get their credit. Yeah. Right. Were they any less talented than Mark? They were the Funky Bunch. Come on, come on. Alright, Get down. I can't wait until feel we it. get out from under the shadow it, of Andy's it. broken campfire. Come on, come on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is definitely Vito's broken campfire. It's the That's why it's broken in the first place. It's my camp. It's literally my campfire. It's the, yeah. That's why this podcast is called Here we that. go. See, now Vito's going to put his name on it. Now I'm not going to want to be in it anymore because his name's on it. This is it, folks. This saying, is I think it if would you sell better. going to be another episode of this, you're, you're, you're dang dong doodly wrong. John, don't worry. I, I'm going to control the narrative through marketing. All right. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna make all of the well, Wait, what What video game was assets. this from again? Uh, Bible Adventure. Adventures you, of the know? Bible. What, what video game is this from? I am Jesus Bible Christ. Bible Adventure. Adventures of the Bible. Oh, that's right. It was uh, Dan Hauser's Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> What well, Sam? See, guys, listeners to this oh, podcast, that was, please that was, write that was in the your sequel, examples of this. this actually, great. that that was Sam Hauser's Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> God, now now I, now I want to imagine a world where people people have to use their names because everybody just keeps using the same game titles. Like you have like <laughs> five different Red Dead Redemptions, and you have to pick out the right one. Actually, that sounds like terrible. Yeah. Well. Oh God, is that why copyright law exists? You know, and then like years later, you find out like that person's like a diddler or something, and then you can't even like that thing anymore because it shares their name. Yeah. Uh you know what? You know who should yeah. have their name in front of the game? The phasmophobia guy. 
Because he's like making the game by himself. He deserves to have the. Why the money's not good? All right. Well, well, Vito, how would you feel if you were playing Lucas Pope's Return of the Oberdin? I think it actually does say like on title on on marketing for that game. I think it says Return of the Oberdin by Lucas Pope because people knew him from Papers Please. So it's close. Uh, What happened to this podcast, Andy? Well, I don't know. I I feel like we I feel like we didn't really mine everything out. I mean, I feel like it was kind of a subpar episode. But 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 hang on, only because it's half as long as we normally do. But Vin Diesel's you know, if you guys aren't too. really feeling like going for the four hour experience, <laughs> um, I I get it. So we'll go ahead and uh, end this podcast now. Uh, so listeners, uh, I, I'm sorry. We we all agreed to this, but. Yeah. Well, but look out not, for the not flash at, cut, though. He's gonna edit. Carl, it. Hey, let's not bring up anybody's names. Let's let's not advocate any sort of legal thing against him, or uh, let's not ban him from anything. Let's not exclude him from anything. Um, at least not on air. But uh, we're gonna be off air in about ten seconds. So just try it, motherfuckers. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs>